Hello everyone, welcome to the Lightbringers podcast, episode 43, he says questionably to himself and tries to rhyme and attempt to do the things. Today we're going to be playing for the story, What Lies Beneath in Guild Wars 2 and the Dragons. It's going to be an awesome one, I'm looking forward to this, some mental health themes as well. And I've got my awesome friends here with me to chat about the things. We have amazing people and you will see their faces uh, and if you're not listening to this on uh, anything with video you will not see their faces and that's unfortunate for you and something you should change in the future by watching the vod <gasps> amazing hello everyone i hope you're very very well we have our awesome guests sash co-hosts rookery Kroof, boots and fornax if you want to give everyone a wave you are audible now just but i just say that you're not we're on audible.com <gasps> right wow. now live <laughs> I mean, maybe in future, you never know. That would be cool. Jeez, I mean, I, I guess I could read. I am on Audible. <laughs> that is true, Kerfez, Kerfez, Kerfez got that voice acting oh, yeah. going. I could read one of the Guild Wars 2 books to us soothingly today on stream and Kerf could help, you know, we could do a, we could trade off. Well, I want to help too. one of my biggest dreams. I'd love to do that. <laughs> Whilst we're doing like this story as well. Okay, well, that we're going to be, be reading stuff from the story, right? Well, I mean, there, there is a lot of voice acting in this, but we can also, uh, also people yeah. can read stuff from the story if they want to. If yeah. there's like some stuff which is, there is some stuff which isn't VO'd, so sure. If you want to do that, All people right. can do that. We've got All voice right. actors and actresses in the house, so fuck it. Might as well use them. Oh, wow, I already swore. Wow. <laughs> Failure. That was really like, Let's start again. <laughs> They're like, we can't swear anymore because there's a lot of places cracking down on it. Meanwhile, the rest <sighs> of us are over here like, sweet, innocent, beautiful, saying yeah, really nothing wrong. Jebro, five seconds and drops F, just F bomb right there. Yeah. Right the worst we say is like, take flip. Yeah. Flip Lactation it. is the worst we say, so. Yeah. yeah. I am. I, I apologize for that unreservedly. I do. Everyone. I do. <laughs> like, the, the comments on that video were just like, not everyone, but a couple of people. But like, like people started talking about it and they talking about other things. And I was just like. Once you hurt, you can't uh, stop talking about yeah. lactation. It's true. Breasts are powerful. Breasts are powerful. Yes. As they they give us of life, okay? Like they should be powerful. Okay, I'm I'm all for this. Welcome to the Guild Wars 2 podcast. This is about Guild Wars 2. And there is a there is a mental This is not a got milk ad. This is Guild Wars 2. This is Guild Wars 2. I hope you But I'm glad that we have Ebro on record now saying that he is pro breasts. Very good to know. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm it's not sure where else you would be there. <laughs> like, yeah. How could you not? How would you be against them? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I was worried about Jebro, I, but I think, <laughs> I think now, now we know it's good. So right. many people are worried about me for so many reasons, cool. my friend. Um, <laughs> let's do. Oh dear, uh, we've not even done anything yet. <laughs> we've not no. even done the intro. Okay, no. so everyone, we have people here. Uh, Rookery, let's do a quick, quick intro, everyone. Rookery, tell us what you do, what you do. Hi, everybody. I'm Rookery, and if you would like to see content that is always 100%, obviously family, family friendly, super squeaky clean, absolutely appropriate for any and all prospective sponsors, then don't go to my channel because that's not where you'll find it. I'm kidding. Oh. 
my channel's not that bad. We try to stay family adjacent. Um, really selling myself well here. We do a lot of fun stuff. Adjacent. MMOs. Family adjacent. Family adjacent. <laughs> what is that? Um, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of near. It's kind of near, but like, like also like, far I away. Work next to family isn't. <laughs> it's adjacent to being acceptable for oh, okay. families to watch. Um, but sometimes it gets a little spicy. We always have fun, no matter what. We love talking about and playing the games uh, that we're obsessed with, namely Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2. Um, I love MMORPGs, and whether it's story, lore, or any content, casual to hardcore, I am probably there for it and excited about it and can't wait to talk about it with all of you. So um, if I'm live, you can find me on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv, Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. If I'm doing uploaded videos, you can find it on YouTube, which is the same. And if I'm just talking about stuff or updating everybody on things that are going on or sometimes running giveaways like a lot of us are this week thanks to ArenaNet and being ArenaNet partners um, with this new content in Gilbert's 2 you can find yeah. that over on Twitter at Rookery underscore so that's me we have a great time we love staying positive but we don't shy away from talking about the hard things and um, you know it's it's a wild world out there so it's nice to have a cozy space where you can enjoy the things you love and share that with other people Ta -da. okay Recruit. Oh, hi. Recruit. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Kroof. I have a YouTube channel where you can find me at, at Kroof. Uh, and I do a lot of Goers 2 videos, and I'm currently working on my review for this patch. I almost said episode, but I guess it's just a patch. Uh, what Lies Beneath. And I also stream here on Twitch every once in a while. I'm currently readjusting my schedule, but tomorrow I have a giveaway where I'm giving away four community chests and 800 gems, which is two gem codes. So that'll be tomorrow. Might as well plug that in today. But uh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to get in and uh, play this story update. Yes, and if you're listening to this and it's recorded, it might not be tomorrow that people are doing their things. Yeah, Just FYI. yeah it'll be Saturday, March 4th. <laughs> 2023. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Fornax is back as well. Um, also, keep in mind what Kreef said. Uh, chat, let us know what you think this should be called. It's not a episode. It's something else. It could be a patch. It could be a chapter. Like it could be episode. a thing. Well, oh, we can wait, talk um, about that, Boots. That's you're yeah. not chat. So <laughs> in game? you mean in game? Whether it's We're not, I thought you were talking about. Lightbringers episode number four. No, 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 no. That's an episode. We're not changing that. <laughs> That's staying the same. I barely remember what episode it is, let alone what chapter, season. I don't even know where we are most of the time. For next, as we do, we do it. Boots is already trying to uh, waylay me. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm Fornax, the, aka the Crying Herald. My channel is on YouTube, is the Crying Herald. I make Guild Wars 2 content, and maybe more at some point if I ever get my act together. Um, <laughs> and I appear on this podcast occasionally when they let me on. <laughs> so that's, that's every me. week now. So like <laughs> most weeks, yes. yes. And I would I would summarize this episode story wise as an amuse bouche. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's a good I've way to never put it. tried that dish. It's it's an appetizer. Oh, it's a dish. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, it's like it's like a little. It's like a delightful. It's like you're amused, right? Amuse yeah. bouche, but it's actually French. But it's like a delightful little appetizer. Essentially, yeah. It's like it's like a palate cleanser before the main course. It's yeah. it's, it's something fun for your mouth. 
that sounds weirder than I intended it to no, sound. No, 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 no. It's sure not weirder than you intended, intended at all. That's exactly what you intended it to be. Do uh, <laughs> it's fun for your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, don't do that. Oh God. I don't care. I can't see chat. I'm in game, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, oh, I like I how you see it. It doesn't exist. Like, like the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> boots. That's what you do. Hey. You do it. And Boots, you could find me at World Avengers on YouTube. I do videos about Guild Wars 2 mostly now. Um, I had Minecraft way back in the day. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, I, I, I got a videos. Oh, I might make some builds soon. Well, yeah, tell me about it, Kroof. Tell me about it. Uh, and what was What's I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, might build, I, have, uh, I have builds that I, I have making i am making builds again i i have them in my head Sound and like they said bills <laughs> Dead for oh, a and those have to pay yeah wow. <laughs> um <laughs> but others than that, okay today. oh yeah also important uh, in in um in the discord chat i have pasted uh, a couple of community chess things that we're going to be giving away on this here episode podcast so wow uh, thanks boots for telling no, me all about no that no worries Stay tuned. But I can't switch to because uh, I've got you on camera right now, so I can't even switch to it. Oh, that's weird. So that's cool. It's not weird. I just can't. Otherwise, I will show you all the codes, and then, you know, that would just be bad. So, how many are there, Boots? There are two codes to give away two of codes. community chests, okay. which are uh, chests that you open, and there's community stuff inside. Kind of like um chance in 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 monopoly like if you land on a chance square it's kind of like that yeah i i guess so so <laughs> please stay here to get drops and also community chests as well if you didn't know there's drops on loads of twitch channels at the moment everyone in the directory if you're not listening or watching live you're not gonna it's probably past and it doesn't matter. A lot of the stuff we're talking about doesn't matter if you're listening in the future. So have fun uh, with your life. We are going to be playing the What Lies Beneath Story chapter today. And yes, I will. I, we will give some stuff away while we're doing things. Probably during the event, that would be a, a good idea to do, I would say. Um, and yeah, you're making our mods do work, which is just unfair. Um, <laughs> they're already doing so much, uh, and it's pretty much Reader today, so... <laughs> Thank you, Reader. Praise to Reader Geek, everyone in the chat. Please give love to our mods who are awesome and do a lot of work for us. I appreciate it. Wait, um, hold on. Am I a mod? I don't think I'm a mod. I could do the work if you made me a mod. No. I also don't know how you to do You have a work, podcast so... to do. You are on oh, a podcast right, right now. I know that's that you're that. playing, like, every game under the sun <laughs> when we're doing podcasts, and that's fine. I don't care. Like, but you're here now, and you're going to be playing Guild Wars 2. Right, okay. So this is this is it, okay? Fine, um, Dad. Yes, I am Dad Fine. now. That's okay. Um, so, okay, so Guild Wars 2, we got a couple of mails uh, when we started this up. I think if I start the story chapter again, I should get the email again, right? That's right. You okay, I should. I should. Okay, so I can delete that one. <laughs> Why not uh, read it? Well, because I want to start the story again from the beginning. Okay. I guess. 
So it's just you get a mail. That's that's the start. I know, but it's fun, isn't it? Um, <laughs> also, chat, um, and maybe we can pin this or something for later. We're going to be talking about the um, Black Lion Requisition um, thingy-majig as well, which is kind of a big, big, big deal for this patch. It's actually a huge reward change, which is really, really cool. Mm. Um, but we did have a new story episode, and that is actually tacked on this chapter, I would say, maybe 17? Um, wait, quit. No, sorry. Not, not not deep research. It's what's nice beneath. What am I talking about? Deep research is the next one. We've not been there yet. It's okay, bombs. Uh, boots. I just called you bombs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> bombs is someone in the community. Please just call boots bombs for no, bombs. Now. I just oh, bombs. Amazing. Oh, everyone heard something a little different. This did is you exciting. Get, did you say bombs? Did you think I said oh, that's bombs? That's what you said. I mean, I can call you bombs. Is that a two cheeks? Like butts. No? Yeah, like <laughs> butts, but bombs. I can say bombs. I will say that in um, when I play Among Us with my friends, I my whoa, name whoa, on there. You have friends outside of our group. I was like, wow, I didn't get an, an Among Us that's, invite. That's rude. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what about that? <laughs> <laughs> You really uh, showed your bum there, didn't you, Boots? <laughs> I think I'll just end that right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in none, bottom. Yeah. None of that is true. I, I don't have friends. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. Does anyone want to okay. read this mail? Oh, I just deleted mine. Hold on, let me. You can <laughs> read it, it off again. my screen if you want. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You're invited. No, I'm feeling like this podcast not... is so professional. It's just, it's running like a, a well-oiled machine today. It really is. There's only been Isn't almost 100 always? episodes, so, you know, we've had pra we haven't had much practice. <laughs> you know what's really a shame? That E, the character E, doesn't mail us anymore, so we can't call it email. Uh, we just Aww. have to call it mail. Wow. wow. I don't yeah. need that connection. And how many so, dad jokes before we mute you for 10 minutes as a punishment? I'm just wondering. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Is this part of a new Fornax, you know, like performance enhancement uh, outline for 2023 Lightbringer podcast? Yeah. I've just, honestly, I've not had a lot of sleep, so I'm a bit more salty than I usually am. So forgive yeah. me. Oh, forgive God. Me. The new so this, oh. we can't call email, so we, I guess level. it's Mail-O-Rama? Oh. Yeah, it's called yeah, for mail 30 subs, we will mute boots. <laughs> uh, do I get the subs? Do I get the. And, and Boots has to learn ASL. Boots yeah. yeah. has to learn ASL yeah. for yeah. 10 minutes. That would be good. That's okay. all he's going to do. Um, do you want to read this, Griff? Oh, come on. No, let, let's. Uh, let oh, Boots wants to? It. Oh, wow, we're getting subs. Okay, yeah. five. Someone take. <laughs> That's a start. That's a start. There's still 25 more. 25 We've got 25 more, more peeps and we'll mute Boots for 10 minutes. And, oh my god. We'll go take a break. This is like, not my intention. Imagine the incentive. Yeah. Now I know how to incentivize people to sub on Twitch. This is great. <laughs> I know no one likes me. I'm, I'm oh. Like you. I'd be sad if you stopped talking for 10 minutes. Oh no, no, an anonymous, an anonymous gifter. Uh-oh. Wait, we've got 10. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, all right, Boots, before you get muted, read this letter. Ghosty Phoenix! You're invited. Hey, friends. Let's go. Enjoying the peace and quiet lately? Me neither. What in the world do people do? If you've been missing my company lately, you know who you are. 
Meet me at the Red Duck Tea House for some food and drinks. I already ordered lots of sushi and some good food too. Rama. Yes. <laughs> sorry for the generic invite. There are a lot of you, and paperwork isn't my thing anymore. I'm retired. We're 21 oh, subs. <laughs> We're 21? Oh my, oh my gosh. god. Alright. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> me? I just wanted to tell you all that I never liked you. 22. <laughs> Well, I'm talking to Boy, chat. The people uh, paying for subs. Geez. The people paying for subs. Sure, Thank sure, you sure. for your kindness in the chat, by the way. Okay, so there was. Uh, dude, I'm not sure you read the PS bit, but PS, sorry for the generic invite, but there are a lot, of, a lot of you in paperwork. Isn't my, isn't my thing anymore? I'm retired, uh, yeah. and we are at the. I'm just going to read the what lies beneath a little bit here. Head to the Red Duck Tea House in New Canaan City. Optional, you can buy a bottle of Peacemaker Pilsner from the barkeep Pilkta uh, at the Aquatarium as a gift for Rama. That is in Ratasum. Uh, if you didn't do that before, well, you are heathen. It's racial specific. It's racial specific. Oh, is it Jeffrey? racial specific? Ah, for it was. We were talking about this. So if you're a sewer, it's in Ratasum. So where else are we buying the things for other people? Obviously, I don't know, your it's home city. any major city, so I went to Lion's Arch. I got mine oh. from Holbrook. You got yours where? From Holbrook. Oh, I got mine okay. from Divinity's Reach. I didn't there have any know. little fun, like, extra voice lines or anything. It was just like the extra, it was just like the option. Would have been cool. I mean, I guess we do when, we, when we're in here anyway, but I didn't get it. Should I go Ooh. get it? I don't know. I, don't I scored a drop, everybody. That's what hey, happens. Hey. Uh, hey. I just claimed it. I okay. really liked, though, that they had oh. this little touch in there because it felt like we got to share so much of Canton culture because, like, obviously we're coming in and we get to eat with Rama and, like, you know, those sorts of things. But it dawned on me going into this that, one, it's nice just to have options that relate to your character, their context, their story, um, especially later on when we haven't had quite as many of them versus, like, the personal story. But I also really liked that we were bringing something that... It's about like our life and people and culture uh, to them because I mean, Cantha has been closed off for so long. So it's fun that, you know, you bring something for your friends, but you're also like, hey, this is a little taste of home for me. Yeah. And you get to try it too now, which that was delightful. How many subs are we at? We're about 23 now. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> I mean, oh. I, was, I was pretty much joking oh, about chat, that, but you know, I mean, now I feel like flooded. I have to kind of do yeah. it. Hez Gazelle is like really into this. <laughs> hey man, I mean, this is this is what it's about, right? This is about the fun. We're going to go into the uh, story instance of Raw Deal, uh, and we're going to go and do this together. So if you've just come in as well, um, welcome to the Lightbringers podcast. If you've never been here before, I know we've got a bunch of new people in Twitch directory today. If you, uh, this is for the live stream more so than anything else. If you're not sure about drops, do exclamation mark drops or ask in the chat and make sure your things are connected and all of stuff. But I'm going to be a bit quiet now because we've got the story going. So. She's been busy researching with Lady June. Biomechatronics, alternative energies, fascinating tech. Commander, glad you made it. You look exhausted. So what's this all about? Wait, are you getting engaged, Rama? Yeah. Surprise, I'm getting married to that sushi roll. But you don't <clears throat> like sushi. Is that heart-shaped? You should be a detective. 
Now, please eat. I so no sure way. don't want it. <clears throat> was that a sarcastic comment, or is he actually getting engaged? No, he is not getting engaged. No. He was just being sarcastic. In fact, he has been stood up by his date and most of his friends at this, the saddest party Tyria has ever seen. This is so, so sad. sad. And by sad. the way, I realized later that the reason why this is happening is, well, because, yeah, he, he's, you know, a policeman. People don't like that. Uh, but also... <laughs> he's retired. He's retired now. But I think the issue is that this is the impetus. This is why he is feeling like he can join the Friends Detective Club because he has no friends and he wants friends. <laughs> he's, he wants to be very, oh, like, you know, sardonic. He, he wants to be very sardonic about the Friends Detective Club and be like, oh, whatever, man. Yeah, okay, I guess I'm coming along. But really, he just wants friends. <laughs> if you have the opportunity to join the FDA, you should take it. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. On the upside, he's also pulled the waiter, like, completely, if he wanted to. Like, mm. if you carry on playing this, then yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is one thirsty waiter over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. God. I and mean, they added a platter. Oh, when I first played it, the, the platter on the waiter's hand wasn't there. So I was just like, oh, he's serving. He's just like, just like that all the time. No platter on him. Like, wow. Really? Wow. That's awesome. Pointed. It's actually yeah, very cool that that wasn't there for some reason. Oh, the waiter is Liam O'Brien. That's cool. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We confirmed it on that. Well, Rita confirmed it the other day to be a fair Bobby. <laughs> So if you've not um, done this, you can go achievement, fun facts, thing, go and eat all the things. Uh, Well, it's not fun, it's there, it's it's pretty bad. And also pet all the cats. Is everyone ready if I kind of go through and uh, talk to the NPCs? The fact y'all are not roleplay walking. Wow. Yeah, I know. Fornax is over here showing us all up. (laughs) So immersed. True, true, true. Um... Great to see you, glad you showed up at least. Hoping for a bigger turnout, question mark? There's some folks I wish were here. Well, people are busy cleaning up, traveling, running a government agency. <laughs> I get it. So that's his girlfriend, right? Yeah, that's man. Yeah. Yeah. I had briefly forgotten until chat reminded me when I was playing through. And then I was like, oh, right. This awkward boy trying to get with det- is what, Detective Min or Cap- Captain Min? Captain mm. Min? I don't know her title. She's like moving title. up in the ranks, I think. Yeah. A rubber captain or something. So wait, is this, by the way, is this like his awkward way of going on a first date with with Min? Is this like, oh, <laughs> is God. like, I've invited all my friends. Why don't you come too? We're all going to the movie together, you know? That explains the heart-shaped sushi, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, sad uh, boy. Yeah. I know, oh, I know. He requested that sushi be custom-made and had strict, strict instructions oh, on goodness. this, too. And, like, whether or not he and Min, like, there's, from my impression, like, maybe they had a past, maybe they hooked up, maybe he wanted it to be something more, but I think you can read into it in a lot of ways. He could just straight up have a crush on her, and she's been so busy with work, she's never really acknowledged it. Like, he's definitely pining, and she is definitely doing many other things, except for, except for him. <laughs> except yeah. for him. Wow. Yeah. Remember, yeah. everyone, uh, twitch.tv slash rookery. Uh, if you want to go family and watch the very family-adjacent streamer. So... <laughs> well, Rook has a point. How else are families made? Oh, you know? that's true. That's true. 
Uh, and we are pro-breasts as well, apparently, so that we were, we were talking about earlier. <laughs> Why are we like this? How did we get to this point? We? We're, ne we're we? never going to have Ian back on the Guild Wars we? channel. And, uh, <laughs> I hope I hope that the arena so that people are watching this because a lot of people were like, we want to watch this just to note how well we did with the mental health themes in our storyline. So sorry. Okay, 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 okay. From here on out, no, this is a clean don't. podcast. No, please don't promise things that we can't keep. <laughs> even in even the breath next five breath minutes. Wonderful for people's mental health. Breath I feel amazing. Good. Just true. looking at them sleeping on them, occasionally touching them if you have permission. This is all great. This is great for your mental health, honest. That's true. 25 true. subs. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did want to say though, get, actually getting isn't? back. Yes, 25. Actually getting back to the topic of mental health in this episode. One thing that in my playthrough I had a moment with was when you walk in and Gorik says, you look so tired. And at the time, oh, I was yeah. like, wow, Gorik, thanks, bud. Jeez, okay, like, fine. But within the greater context of the episode, I actually think it's a really interesting little tidbit that mm. kind of contextualizes everything that's, like, going yeah. to come, um, which I thought was uh, a really nice touch here. I do want to know how long has it been since the events of End of Dragons to now? Oh, um, we can probably check in the timeline. I don't think that there is has been a great deal of time. That this isn't no. months and months later. This is like maybe a couple of weeks. I think. Yeah, because that's, that's I mean I, I assume that's why he's exhausted. It's the same right? year, so at least we don't know yeah, months. Same year, <laughs> probably the same month. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk to Gorik. Uh, great to see you, Commander. Quite a party, isn't it? Ha ha ha! How's timing? June keeps her quite busy, and she wouldn't have it any other way. Though I do wish she would take more breaks. I like how the breaks. commander just doesn't engage in what Gore originally said to him, and just goes straight to house timing. <laughs> it's because like, he was quite rude. A party. Quite a party. No, I don't care. Just house timing. Yeah, we have to enjoy the uh, drinks and stuff. That's what we have to do for the next thing. Oh my god, the tea! The tea emote, the drinking tea emote. <laughs> it's cute. I love it. I, it's very good. You need to get an Asura recruit. Like, look at the Asura drinking the tea. Like, I love the eating the ramen emote. It's so good. Asura's drinking tea is the best. I, I actually really like the Norn tea. Okay, let me look at the Norn tea. Norty is really cute. You smile so happy, hand on hip, one teacup clutched in your hand that's so big it like swallows up the whole teacup. Oh wow, they don't, they're not messing about. Yeah, they're not holding oh. the whole thing. What? It's that's such so a cool. Cute. And the human one, or the Silvari one is two hands. The mm. human one is two hands as well. I like how my character is like extremely poised and composed when he drinks tea yeah. as opposed to doing anything else. Agency. We need oh, a char here. It's timing. I'm putting you on broadcast. Oh, here we go. I'm at Rama's party with the commander and Rama. Oh, right, right. Sorry I couldn't make it. So, listen to this. Yao told June that the Jade Brotherhood discovered some super high-powered jade deep in a mine. But... Yao told me Chomu said something strange is going on. Aggressive creatures missing brotherhood. Sounds like... An opportunity. Yeah, I was going to say problem, but... 
It is a problem. A disturbing one. I'm going to check it out. Who are you talking to? Is that Gorik? Okay, talk to you later, Tiny. This is it. We're doing this. The Friends Detectives. Friends detectives. Wait, wait. You can't just decide you're a detective agency. This is Cantha. There's paperwork. I filed the application weeks ago. Copies are on the table. Look! <laughs> He's Nasura. Come on, man. Like, seriously. He's organized. What is this? What, Rama is, like, not on it. Like, I thought it was a detective. Did not look up what, like, Asura's like. And then we've got the uh, application for the... The Ministry of Investigatory Services hereby grants the Friends Detective Agency a duly recognized partnership. But nobody's hired us to do anything. <laughs> Who paid us? And that name is terrible. That we name is amazing. The name oh, later. More importantly, we need to build a reputation. <laughs> Besides, if there's a new power source, shouldn't we know about it? Or do you think we can trust the Brotherhood to do the right thing? And what if Yao gets into trouble? We can help. Right, Commander? <sighs> You're not wrong. Think of the exposure. I can lead the investigation with your input, of course. We'll have cases pouring in in no time. Uh, well, this party is a complete bust. Let's head to the mine. Take some food with you. It's paid for. <laughs> so based on the application forms, is the Defense Detective Agency just Gorik and Rama right now? I think we would be included in... I don't know yeah. who we are. We're not, we're not on the official forms. Well, he's oh. app, he's applied to. Do you need like a secondary applicant name? But like yeah. it's an agency, yeah. right? So you just it's like yeah. a business uh, registration. We're just yeah. newly hired. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think there was some conversation about it at the end of End of Dragons, right? There are like some optional dialogues and things. I think around Arborstone, I want to say, where at the end is the credits roll, or like you know around that time, you can talk and there discussion of it and i felt like at the time jory and kaz were tangentially connected to it but i'm i'm not positive yet i mean i guess we just have to see now that things are kind of the dust is settling and people are doing their own things and they obviously have their own plans with all of uh the wedding and everything that oh, happened yeah. but um i wouldn't be surprised if we see this cast come together and yao becomes a part of this maybe more officially and Definitely I somebody who's able to detect lies is going to be helpful in a detective agency. With if my, uh, with, uh, she Kasmir. remembers that she can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny when I first walked in here and I saw all the heart-shaped stuff, I thought, is this like a food tasting for the for the girls for their wedding? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Oh. And then I was like, oh no, it's not. Guys, Oh my up. gosh, Rama Dude. is their party planner. He's yeah. their wedding mm -hmm. planner. Can... That would be cute! That would be cute. I was... I thought for a second that Rama was trying to flirt with us, and I was oh. like, did you do this for us? <laughs> like, what? Wow, you can romance Rama in the first episode, first, like, Jeb, that would be, that would be pretty I epic. mean, we went through the love tunnel with Rama. That's true, there was that, there was that. So, yeah. mm -hmm. the so, groundwork is there. That's true. What do you want to do, peeps? Do we go to the next part, or should we go through each of the voice line for each thing, for each person? Uh, I'm not sure we gain 
too much else from these. Not a massive, other than like yeah, the Yao, Yao one. I would say Yao, because like Yao is a character a that we didn't get too much of in End of Dragon, so any morsels of Yao is good to kind of like set up their morsels character. Morsels of Yao. Okay, morsels so, of Yao. Yeah. <laughs> New currency coming, next patch. <laughs> the commander asks, what do you think of Yao to Rama? Ambitious. Though I get the impression they've got a lot going on. Not so sure about the company they keep. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't mean you. That's basically it. I think Rama is like mm -hmm. kind of warms up to Yao a little bit more in this episode, generally, I felt like. <laughs> Not that they were like disliked him each other, but like he seems a bit, he seems guard, very guarded, obviously, for good reasons. Um, Rama? Rama is very hesitant about Yao's yes. connections to the Jade Brotherhood because obviously like serving within a governmental authoritarian kind of figure within the city I think the Jade Brotherhood who obviously like escaped out from underneath um you know their the collaboration and work with um oh my gosh why is my brain spacing June. for a second yes with June, June and mm -hmm. her organization to then go and like do no holds barred yeah like research and to create whatever they want to serve them and serve their own purpose and their money and yes with that like history of the gangs and gang wars and everything not even just in this era but in previous eras in Kainang I think that he sees the brotherhood as like the antithesis of all the order he has upheld for so long so he's very like on the fence about Yao's connections not only to the brotherhood but also even later to something like um you know june and how ambitious she is in her pursuit of you know corporate like corporate progress i guess so he's also coming off the hails at the tales of uh, the, the biggest i guess betrayal of his life possibly with minister lee to be mm -hmm. becoming a criminal mm -hmm. so he's lost his mentor and probably his faith in the kind of bureaucracy that he's been upholding so he he's He's kind of like in a transitional moment and probably feeling quite vulnerable as a human being after that betrayal. <laughs> He's feeling quite vulnerable after that betrayal and goes right into a party where nobody attends it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's having kind of a rough end of the stick at the moment. I'm telling Mama. you, that's yeah. why he's joining the Trans Detective Club. He needs yeah. someone to rely he on. Does he does feel lonely. Friends. Yeah, it's I can not imagine. Like he's doing that. anything else. Well, I mean, isn't we... like the normal like, like the normal storyline for a detective like they're kind of lonely, kind of loners a lot of the time? Well, loners like, and like... lonely aren't necessarily the same thing. Mm. And That's incredibly true, thirsty. Lonely and thirsty is the detective trope, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He walked okay. into my office. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. I love that shit. Okay, we're going to leave the instance. We're going to Legs the dock. Stage a ride on the rail. <laughs> okay. So this was cool. That's what they did with Marjorie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This was cool. Um, this is like going to. I think uh, this it was the southeast part of uh, New Kinex. So like we're getting going to go into a mine underground in uh, Ender Dragons, which I wasn't, you know, wasn't really expecting. I'm sorry, I've got to get that chest. I have to get it. <laughs> I have to. I have, a, I have a question for you, Jebro. Sure. Do you want me to continuously make dad jokes to get the last four subs? My I mean, gosh. That's really up to you. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to ask you to do that. <laughs> Deborah over here, secretly just selling all of Boots' dad jokes. 
everybody goes <laughs> under the bus for a sub. I mean, we've got, we should be Let's charging be for this, really. I mean, it's quality entertainment <laughs> in terms of be fair. Uh, make sure you mm. please go and subscribe to Boots's channel on YouTube as well as Twitch and all the things, please. We get 100 subs. Or Boots done. will wear a ball gag next time. Yay. Wow, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they I'll have wear a horse bit. For this! <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Did I say that out loud? Sorry, sorry. Oh we should oh, we so good. We God. were so Jesus. family adjacent for so long. <sighs> you can still My dreams of us ever getting featured on the Gold Wars 2 website have slowly been dashed. <laughs> Look, look, look. We know how to be professional. Absolutely. In the right setting. In the is right this setting. our setting? This is our house. Hey, this is our hey, house. Hey, hey, hey. And, and our professional. Yeah. You know it. what? Some professionals wear ball gags a lot. Okay? I don't. I don't. We don't shame on this channel, okay? The, no. The things, no. Like, we welcome. Sex okay. work is work and ball gags you, cost you money, can, people. Right, yep. You can use it as a paperweight. <laughs> it's fine. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Bloody hell, it's only Friday. It's a bit hot for me at the moment. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Where did everyone go? Where did everyone go? You, you, you've what got way hell? too much other oh stuff gosh. going on on your mind right now. You need to yeah, come to the south. Your... Why did you name your uh, mech Weens? It's from uh, a movie, one of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, it's called Batteries Not Included. And there's a oh. little robot. Um, and he, if you've never seen it, it's a very cute, like, family that, movie that, yeah it's like a little similar to um that other one right the, they're alien uh, robots that got left yeah, here yeah, and they're yeah. little bait they're, they're really tiny and they're really cute and they can build things back from scratch so they can build like and it's basically about a big building like hotel that is in the middle of this area which has been bought up by like corporate greed and they keep it they keep it up and they like rebuild this house. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet movie. And mm. Weems is one of the robots. It's just a childhood movie that means a lot to me. So I called my robot yeah, mate Weems. Um, so yeah. Aww. I think actually Aww. Weems, actually, we I'm not sure if that's 100% correct. It might be a different movie, but anyway, still good movie. Now we are transitioning into the next map. And I want to point yes. out that I actually really like the way that lore-wise we get to this. We take the train yeah. that yeah. is utilized to transport Jade and goods. Now, I just really wish that we had like a cutscene showing us yeah. the train or like yeah. the train shot leaving new. Because that was cool. We had also, that. I'd like to point out yeah, that before. this this whole rail system with the things on it doesn't make any sense. You know, <laughs> it's Jane powered. It Jane but powered. There's, a, there's like a little tunnel here and this giant thing. No, on the I think you. I think uh, up up there you have like the light. Oh wait, no, 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 no. What? There's there's so many it's methods of it's transportation like a... that is used in Kainan. Boots is very correct about this <laughs> because this was exactly my fault, like the, my my thinking as well. Because like there's got to be a train. Now I think the only way that this is okay is the fact that, is there... that there's another train that comes through yes. into here. Yes, and then exactly. like gets things deposited where I am over here. That's maybe. right. That's right. So yeah, that, that crane back. can pivot probably, hopefully, maybe with another device that we can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do love the idea of some kind of cutscene though, where you're like on the train and I don't know, like Yao is tootling on some kind of equivalent of a handheld device, gets some kind of all-time new score, like uh, all-time high score. 
Rama is being pestered by Gorik and, you know, like, like, gives him something, some kind of detective training pamphlet or something to distract him. Mm -hmm. That would be so cute. And you could have even had a moment there, I think, to emphasize further the maybe mental health aspect here. Or, like, if you cut to the commander or you, you have that moment where the commander, like, looks out the window and maybe they sigh or they look like they do. We get a sense of that, perhaps, context of tiredness that Gorik picked up on, but we don't know yet why that is. I mean, either yeah. way, mm. I still like that this connects, but that would have been, I think that would have been a really cute little cutscene yeah, to get some more character moments. There's definitely so okay so overarching here on this uh, episode uh, because of the fact I think that there it seems as though we're only going to get one more episode before the next uh, mini expansion or whatever um, it feels as though you that think this so? is going to be I think yeah. so I think we're getting two no you think you're getting one two? okay one. you think one okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, but so what was I saying? What was I saying? I forget now. Okay. Oh well. I I did, we... Wait, 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 wait. Did I derail you? I think you did. Has the did. derailer become the derailed? Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, actually, uh, this is this is a conversation I think maybe for the end of the episode. I'm sure. gonna let's keep going. Let's, let's, let's keep going. See, see. I just want to note that at the beginning, I was like. So, I don't think we're going to be able to get through the entire story episode during this podcast. We've only done the first instance. <laughs> I, yeah, may, I, I reckon good, I'm going to be I think right. there's only two more instances. Let's do it. We've still got to do Can the event, I add though. something? Can I add yes. something? So, w when, you're, when you're dealing with, like, stress disorders, it, it's generally not in the fray. It's not in the thick of the battle where you have that kind of hit you in the face. Especially when you're kind of being traumatized, it is in the quiet times, it is in those quiet moments, mm -hmm. in the lulls in between, that things start to like creep in around the edges. That's very, very true. Yeah. Also, very true. I want to I want to preface this with a very serious conversation for for a moment as well. There will be mental health themes on this podcast from now until the rest of the until the end, probably. So if you are um you don't like or don't want to hear about depression ptsd complex ptsd and other things uh this would be a good time for you to peace out because i don't want to trigger you or re-trigger you or talk about things which you are concerned about so please uh you're welcome to either stop listening or you know just afk and mute the thing if you want to drop still but just like as a as a mental health clinician it is my responsibility to just say that as well as an ethical person <laughs> within this industry. Um, yes, so make sure that's Kruf. the thing. Kruf, would you like to be Gorik or Rama? There you go. I'll be Gorik. Okay, for the stuff we just missed. Does anybody else yes, like to be Rama? I'll be Rama. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay, where are you starting? Sorry, yeah. I did miss. Okay, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> Gorik says, I'm afraid my knowledge of healing is mostly theory-based. Detective, are you trained in mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation? You know, you can just call me Rama, since I guess we're both detectives now. <laughs> Thank you, Det Rama. I don't know, I don't have a surname or honorific per se, but even if I did, you could still call me Gorik. Uh, thanks. <laughs> good job. How was that? Was that exceptional? Very good. That was amazing. <sighs> he has a pulse, but it's weak. Any sign of Yao? Or anyone no but we haven't been here long 
Besides this guy, place is a ghost town. Uh, what if that's Yao? We need to investigate. You two stay here and tend to him. I'll take a look. Question. Okay. Can you yeah, hear me go. talking when, when this is going on? Yeah. yeah. You hear my character. Yeah. I haven't done story with other people since, like, launch. Yeah. Sometimes it, it's <laughs> a grab bag. Sometimes your you? own character me? talks in What's other people's instances. You? Sometimes it's the other person. Right, right, right. Okay. Just making sure. I completely forgot, actually, honestly. So we're just by killing things. Go on, by, by the way. By the way. Wait, there's uh, a bit. There's a bit. There's a bit. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, the bit's gone. <laughs> by the way. Uh, I so I'm running the Spectre heal, but importantly, I hope you guys enjoy might because this is the easiest way to give 25 sacks of might I've ever seen mm -hmm. in the game before. Oh, it's like and... I press a button several times and it's over. It's just <laughs> and the protection is not AOE. You were right. Yeah, the protection was never AOE. I was of course right because I am always right. But yeah, um. Anyway, continue. Thanks, Boots. Uh... Thanks for the assist. This is Finn. I programmed him to be a fast learner, but I guess he adopted too much of Cholmu's management style. We told Cholmu positive reinforcement. <sighs> Lasted about 15 minutes. Then he went back to his usual abrasive self. I heard things were going off the rails out here. Thought I'd drop by, make sure everyone's okay. Really? What have you heard? Uh, some of the crew are MIA. Not sure if they're walking off the job and sticking it to Chilmu or something worse. My team's still here, but a guy locked himself in a room yelling like he was possessed or uh, maybe stressed out and the animals are acting up. I know it sounds stupid. I thought the veterans were making it up to scare the newbies. Oh, well, that's interesting. Even the animals are acting up. Mm -hmm. He's told you more than he's told us. I bet if you ask around the camp, you'll hear more. So they don't only, j whatever it is, doesn't just concentrate on like higher beings, I guess, or like humans and. It's like altering like generally consciousness. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. altering like your, yeah, processing and. Yeah, it likes the Higgs boson field. You know, Higgs boson field. It's it, it's just it, the closer you get to it, the stronger it is. Yeah. yeah, it's also interesting that with Finn, I mean. We assume here because Yao says that Finn is malfunctioning in this sense, I guess you could say, because he was taught or like right. uh, Even the examples of like what was happening like around him, uh, like affected the actual Jade Bot's personality, yeah. temperament, etc. So like, is that truly because Cholmu was like abrasive around him and the bots like soak things up like children almost like do they develop their own personalities we've kind of seen bits of that or is it just straight up that they're mimicking what's presented to them or is it possible that they are also being affected somehow and I by think they're also getting affected because yeah. the the bots got affected uh, the jade bots got affected the first time around with the, the void and suan right so I think mm -hmm. I think I think they are getting affected. Yeah. And that guy's I mean, dog if, as if well. Jade is a, yeah, if, if Jade is a conduit for energy, mm -hmm. then they will be affected by the ambient energy in the in the environment, which is not just chaotic, it's other as well. True. Jade, did you know that you can... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> did you know that you are can... we smiling? I think what? we're spoiler. I mean, we're playing it, so I would assume we're spoiler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this... Yeah. 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 <laughs> did I know that you can? 
find the dog and bring the dog back to him. I did not know that, no. So you, maybe um, you can tell me where that yeah. dog is? It's up on this ledge, but somebody is actually ringing our doorbell. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and sure, I need no, to go no. up the ledge and it. One sec. Go, go, go. You're fine. So, so this part of the episode where we go around asking different people, I I think it's cute. I think it's, it's uh, you know, harkening back to, you know, detective shows where you go ask the the local guy who doesn't want to talk to you about a certain situation. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't really get much from it, I don't think. I think we it's just wait for someone to scream again, basically. I think it's mostly just reinforcing the instability of this new yeah. haze magic. Yeah. So when um, when, yeah, uh, but you know. what I'm trying to say is though that Friends Detective Agency, um, ideally, what I was hoping for like a like a fun detective kind of thing is you actually do detective work, <laughs> but in this case, it's just kind of like the the veil of detective work, you know. And that's fine. I didn't know if I should expect any more than that, but it is what it is. It reminds me of that Path of Fire stuff we had to do by um, the Oasis City um, with the refugees, and you had to go around and talk to them and give them different things and that kind of thing. Oh, it has that very. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very much the same style of mechanic. Like, you see that in a couple locations where you're trying to, like, help people out or... But it's kind of framed within this actual story beat through here, trying to almost, like, you know, gain some kind of connection or, or trust with the uh, different Brotherhood members. I mean, I, I would love to see an MMO that really does go ham in the, like, you have to do a detective thing and, you know, put together your deductions and see if it was right. Yeah. They do but it a couple I, of times in the game, yeah. but like very shallowly, yeah. Yes, yeah. And I think you it's hard to make it go much deeper than that, considering that like you can't have like a fail game state, you know? Like yeah, you can't... exactly. That's the problem, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I think it's kind of a fun atmosphere. And oh my gosh, I love this area. I love the kind of like golden hour uh, coloration. That's like the like the sunlight falling across that like vague haze in the distance. It's very cool. And then these mm -hmm. like massive towering chunks of jade. I think it is a really great like setting for the start of this. I mean, the obvious best thing in this patch is the doggo mount. <laughs> okay, man. You really dyed that dog a powerful color combo, Jeff. It's End of Dragons colors. I just, I just dyed it. I was like, I didn't want to like do it on stream for too long because it was purple. But like, it, it, it's the colors of my character, kind of. Uh, so I I'm, so, a... I'm so tempted to get it because that is that look. That is my dog. That's what my dog looks like. Aww. It's smaller. What is your dog? It's a it's a Pomeranian, is which Pomeranian, is a Spitz, which, yeah. is, which is, that's a Samoyed. And they're all this, they're basically the same breed, but different sizes. So they're all kind of spitzy. Doggo. Face reminds me of a corgi a lot, but not the rest of it, because they got short legs. Um, so, <laughs> so there's a achievement to talk to all the people. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I'm going to talk to this person down here and get, we have to get, oh, wait. They all oh, you have to donate open. free gold. Oh, I donate free gold. Yeah. That's wild, by the way. I know. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I will never know. They said inflation correction. Here we come. 
Yeah. I could not believe she just takes three gold from you and that's it. I was like, and does nothing. She's, yeah, well, she's had six really gold do from me now. I would body her and just steal my gold back. Like, yes. How dare you? But isn't it funny though that they're right next to a table where they're like betting and there's like card games and stuff? I just thought that was pretty good. Like that makes sense. I guess. I think that I think the sass and the absolute no fucks given of the characters that we interact with actually saves this. It makes it quite Absolutely. a fun experience. Yeah, they're the none brother, of them give a flying fudge. Yeah. It's amazing. The character Camp. writing and voice acting in this patch is very, very well done. Yeah. <laughs> Camphor yeah. is like more sassy than Terrier, I think. Like the rest oh, of Terrier. Now. I'm like, hmm. I would say definitely, uh, you, uh, crew. If you're right about the NPCs, I think there were a, a couple of times when I was on my Norn that I was like, "Would I have said that the same way?" I don't know. I don't know. It's a little bit, a little bit off, but not mm -hmm. quite. Did someone yeah. grab the bananas, uh, the plantain things, or whatever they're called? The person at the tent. I the think plant. someone did. I still got three more. Don't don't talk to the next thing. I still got three more people to talk to. <laughs> Is it is it like personal or because mine's gone now for that person? It's personal. It's personal. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I can't talk to that person anymore. That, so I don't think so. Oh, and someone just took my pickaxe. What the heck? Yeah, so like, I don't think oh, I think it's yeah, like anyone. It might yeah. count if everyone because there's I two think left. So. So I think it counts. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. For everyone. Oh, that's nice. For I like that. I like that. If yeah, that is the cool. case, let's let's get those yeah, two. Yeah, it done. did. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I just pulled, got the I pulled a kappa. I think I already did it then. Oh yeah, I already did. He just needs refreshing water. Oh wait, there is actually one more. I got person. the water. Oh no, there is one more person. Yeah. I'll say you must have. Yeah, yeah, sorry, not work. Okay, yeah. great. Good. Teamwork makes the dream Look work. That. Wait, like you class. didn't do this the first time? How I know. The I, didn't I, didn't do it the time. I didn't do it because <laughs> because once it stops, if you go investigate the source of the scream, you're not allowed to do the optional yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it cut me off right away. That's what happened to me. I had two left, and I couldn't go back to do it, so I was like, ah, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to, like, go back after this, and then I can talk to more people. No um, but I actually really love that you can tackle it together, because that's something that I feel like a lot of MMOs are sleeping on, where even if... We do. We can do another dramatic voice acting. Yeah. Yeah? I could be Chulmu. <laughs> I was gonna say this actually gives me a second to say what I was gonna say before all the dialogue started. Oh my god, it does. Which is that I actually really love that not only from the get-go of Guild Wars 2 have they allowed you to play through story with people, but I really love that um they're even I think they can even expand that more, right? Like, if you're in an instance, you should be able to... I mean, of course, you don't want to, like, blast ahead and completely, like, ruin things for whoever the primary instance holder is. But, like, if you're playing with friends and there's, like, a bunch of objectives on a map, I do think you should be able to do what we exactly just did, where you go around and people can investigate and they can say, hey, did you hear about... Okay, well, but this person didn't have anything or whatever, and then you can still get the achievement for it. And this really feels like it was made really nicely for yeah. like a group of players to come in and have a story beat here as opposed to you know it being something where either you can't watch cutscenes alongside or see dialogue like like many mmos won't let you do yeah. um or you can but you're just like there you know yeah. <laughs> you're no, i agree i agree there. there's 
in even in Guild Wars 2, there are so many instances where if you're not the instance owner, you can't interact with any of the story steps. And in this case, you can. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's it, they're, they're really holding to their core tenant that more people is more fun. That yeah. whenever you see someone coming over the horizon, it's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a, it's a com it's not a competition. Um, it just elevates the game and means you can do more stuff. And they're introducing that in more instances. I think it's wonderful. Which they did from the beginning of the game, I guess, as well, to a degree, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, you know, as always, like, the point was always if you um, hit something, you get XP, but also someone else mm -hmm. hits the same thing, they also get yeah. XP as well, which yeah. is, which still in new MMORPGs, like, that isn't the case. Like, I still can't believe that's not even a thing. I think Guild Wars okay. 2 is one of the first games to do that. But yeah, we're done on that. I'm really sorry, everyone on the in chat watching live. Like, nobody. Minds. I don't know where we were. <laughs> we're like, where we no, dropped we at. Were, we basically just no, came people in did on mine. They're mining in the Jade Sea boots. <laughs> oh, good point. Oh my and also, god. Little people there. Also, so uh, all who wants to be Chomu, Yao, and then one person gets to be uh, Jin Lee. You can I'll be that. Yao. You'll be Yao. <laughs> I, I can do Cholmo. Right, be Jin You'll be Jin Lee? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Where are we Finally! Starting from? Did no one hear me yelling? Oh, we're not going all the way back there. We, don't, we didn't drop out there. We want to go, like, we go to... No, 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 no. We're at, um, after the fight. Oh, You're... he's back. There <laughs> Thank you, go. you for doing that. Oh, no, he's back. Okay. There, I see. No, wait, no. Oh. You want to do it after the fight? <laughs> okay, so you start... Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Go ahead. Oh no, you so start. You, I think, first. No, yeah. Cholmu starts. You're like, thank no, you for doing that. <laughs> oh, okay, it's not Jin Lee's. Yeah, okay, you're right. But then the Jin Lee can't talk. We need Jin Lee to talk. Oh, okay, I'm so and sorry. Let me do what okay. needs to happen. I will start with Jin Lee's line. Are we all ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <What>? Rabid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Um, I didn't have the heart to do it myself. That line was in combat, but yeah, I was like, come on, don't make me do this. The actual response is, uh, was that really Jin Lee? Oh, yeah, still in he combat. He was acting right. like a monster. But if any part of him is still him, I, I don't know what to say. This place puts everyone on edge. They go down there to mine, and if they don't come back, they're all rebellious. Like if? teenagers. Maybe you should, I don't know, be looking for them? I tried, but... Look, if you're if you're gonna criticize me, run home to June. Is that what you're really here for? To spy? <laughs> Gods, you're paranoid. You said things were out of hand, which checks out. I'm staying to search for the crew. Don't go down. You won't listen anyway. Do whatever you want. But don't say I didn't warn you. You're in a tough position. I get that. But the longer you sit back and wait, the more people will wind up like Jin Lee. I know how much you're, you care about your crew, but if you don't act now, you won't have any crew left to care about. Commander, if you want to scope out more of the area, I'll meet you later in the lower mines. Chulmu, these people have been nothing but brave for you. It's time to return the favor. Very good, yeah, very good. I'm gonna give a clap for that, actually. Mm -hmm. Both of you, very yeah. good, yes. 
Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Not not me too, Jebro. Oh, oh no, that was great. I think that was the best of all of us. That yeah. Was... I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I was the face you made was actually very good as well. It was mostly the face because you kind of went like this. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was really trying. I was really trying to embody it. You know, just yeah. to personify it. It did sound like I I just assumed you you knew that I thought you did very well. You say, but I will mm. I will make sure that I tell you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Jebro. Yes, please embrace me excessively on the podcast. That would be good for me. Everyone, please that. put some rookery emotes in the chat because they did very well with gurgling in the game. Congratulations, rookery. Please take your award and dismount from the platform. Can we get Jebro gurgling with the echo effect on? You don't want that. <laughs> I, think I think we all want that. I don't, I don't oh think so. Oh my gosh. Welcome to so. Yaladelph. <laughs> yes, Yaladelph. I used to be a commentator. 25 subs. Yeah, 25 <laughs> subs. Yeah. I love doing I that honestly, stuff. I think this, so I talked earlier about how I really like this map, but I actually think this is a really clever use of sort of setting here to have this little portion of the map be part of this instant mm -hmm. but for it to be this little piece that's above ground and then all the rest with the meta and the rest of the map exploration to be like you literally delving deeper and deeper um it makes this just such a clever little transitional zone that's part of this bigger map but that i think um has a good feel for it being a story set piece but then also expanding out when you eventually instance out of this instance and then you are like exposed to the full map um i also think it's interesting going through it the that's second true. time because i don't i don't think i picked up on this that much the first time but cholmu's behavior here like the fact that he, Yao keeps saying that he is being so paranoid, that there are these insecurities that he mm -hmm. keeps voicing, that he's acting kind of brisk about people that he otherwise um, supposedly really deeply cares about, his own people and his, you know, um, his group, his gang, um, and all the members that comprise it. And that, like, obviously Yao has a great deal of loyalty to him, even though Yao ended up doing their own thing and moving on. But um, it's interesting here because... I think it's pretty safe to say that Cholmu, along with everybody in this camp, is subconsciously being affected by whatever this is, sure. and that perhaps Cholmu's great insecurity um, does have to do with, like, the people around him leaving him, like, uh, or, like, leaving his, you know, the family that they've created, that he's suspicious of Yao in his own way now, because, you know, Yao chose to leave this after he offered him shelter and care and that he doesn't know why people are disappearing into the mine mm -hmm. and like maybe mm -hmm. he is afraid that his own people are turning would turn against him one day or that yeah. they you know wouldn't care about what he'd done and so he just withdraws it's interesting to kind of like look into it because um throughout this whole thing yao insists over and over like i swear cholmu really is not like this normally <laughs> so with us really only having had the opportunity to kind of know cholmu through the meta but now i mean with yao too who we also like was pointed out earlier really didn't get much time with an end of dragons mm. it's great to get this kind of examination but then also maybe have these i don't know our deepest darkest secrets exposed kind of moments our deep insecurities fears anxieties all of that being something that people are kind of forced to be truthful about in this place in this way i wonder actually if okay so do you think going forward uh i don't know if we should talk about it now or later but uh do you think that the entity whatever it is preying on the people in here are able to uh 
more easily affect people who have past insecurities and or uh, things that they still have yet to deal with. Oh, or... Alberts, Alberts, people that have insecurities. You mean uh, everyone? Yeah, fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> or is it people who, because, I mean, they started off the episode by saying how exhausted the commander is, rightly so, from all the things that they went through. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the, the reason why the commander is going to be affected faster than Gorik or Rama mm -hmm. or anybody else going down there is it because of that they're just yeah. exhausted at this More point or is it because of their past is it because of the things that they still have to deal with it's the first bit like I was literally about to ask this like this so good job Boots. that's a very good point because I think it you does pick up. Me, though. no no I, no I didn't no you're right no 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 because <laughs> okay, every, you're right, right though because everyone has insecurities though everyone does so even yeah. if you don't know about like there's something about ourselves I know or, I, not... I meant I guess I meant to say things that they still are meaning to deal with you mean mental health concerns specifically i mean mental i think health, it, it trauma, doesn't yeah trauma. i think it can be anything yeah, yeah like it can be it, it can tap it's tapping into those i think you said it before like the insecurities is part of it as well like confidence like anything mental health but like it's more pronounced i think you know because of these adventures and the journeys and the the amount of stuff you've done you know like it's just it's everything we'll get to that point but it's from core mm -hmm. game to heart of horns to end of dragons like it's everything it's like do we join you in the map or do you join us in the map uh oh yeah shoot i'm not actually exited but that's a really really good point i was i didn't actually talk to okay. you oh look who's up <gasps> morning sunshine that was an achievement <laughs> oh well done hovering Rip. around i didn't <laughs> to <him> at the <laughs> end odd occurrences around here yeah, anything? I think there's a lot to be or said here. I mean, I so would assume what was so interesting to me, and we'll probably talk even more about this as we keep going and as we get to the final instance, right? Yes. But there is this constant presence in this area of this thing is doing this to us. So the the haze, the smoke, the, you know, this entity, it's preying on us or it's making us hallucinate or it's making us volatile or it's making us angry or it's making us... And my big question coming out of this episode is how much of it actually is to be blamed on the haze? Like, yeah. are well, these I mean, real things? Well, but, sorry, just to, just to connect to yeah. what you're saying, like, are these real things like you were saying, Boots, where it's like these are unresolved traumas, uh, histories, mental health struggles, um, insecurities, worries, stresses, anxieties, those things that we push down that we try to hide or that we feel like we can't always be honest about, be it because like, Oh, people won't receive it well, or mental health or talking about our struggles can be difficult, or you feel like a burden, or you feel like, um, in the case of the commander, right, you're a figure that's larger than life that has barely had a chance to breathe before one more crisis is happening, and somehow, because other people maybe haven't been able to shoulder the burden in the same way as you, or, you know, aren't as strong as you in some sense, right? you continually are being put through the ringer on this, even in the end of this episode when they're like, oh yeah, we'll just traumatize you even more, but yeah. you're the commander, so that's like what you have to do, right? Yeah. So like, I think it it's, is interesting here because depending on some of our speculation later, there definitely seems to be a magical force at work that is causing people to behave in a way that they wouldn't necessarily openly behave normally. But I can't help but wonder, like you were saying, 
if the commander themselves is perhaps so susceptible to this because the commander themselves has been maybe the greatest person in all of Tyria to have like as in like the the most unable to actually voice process or experience these things that lie beneath right what lies beneath like mm -hmm. um because you are the hero you are the face of hope for everyone you are the anchor for everyone and i think in our own lives on a smaller scale we can relate to that when we're trying to be strong for people around us or but inside we might be crumbling and sometimes like fornax was saying in the heat of the moment or when you're literally just like i have to get through this i have to survive this i have to make it through this i whether that's i have to just get through work today or it's some terrible <laughs> traumatic thing that you're experiencing oftentimes you just don't have a chance to process that because you literally are in survival mode you're not in processing mode look what so, rena just said in the chat as well like we literally don't like like you know there's different <laughs> like literally die. like yeah. i mean you you just and also it's time like a lot of people don't a lot of us don't realize these things or even like you just don't have the time like you move from one thing to another and then all of a sudden you're for a lot of the reasons why people are have mental health concerns in the first place is because they're forced into a place of having to think about this stuff which is why covid was such a and wasn't just a, a crisis of health like body it was a crisis of mental health which is you know why the mental health services across the world are completely fucked right now because they're just not fucked but like they're inundated with patients like because people had to sit in their homes and think about what was going on in the world and in themselves so when you're forced into that slot like you you know that a lot can come up but here he is that it does feel like you know it's kind of come to a head but he is there is a force here as well which is making him yeah, have so to it, think about it as well it's not so. something forced yeah exactly not forced it's not like, like he's forced yeah. to think about something in this case it's that it's finally he's finally come to a place where he could stop for a second and you know not just rush headlong into everything i mean he's and, not the head of this thing he doesn't have to think about the world specifically exactly right, anymore. It's, it's and then on top of that there's something that's making him confront that is <laughs> taking advantage of your mental processes yeah yeah. Now, yeah 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 i would say though that right now if the if the commander before we even hit this map was mentally okay they've just had a couple of weeks of r&r of they should be bouncing oh, they yeah, should, should be, be rested <laughs> they should be great they should have a tan they should have like loads of souvenirs around kaying city they should, should be like great and what do you think not. he's been doing in like these last, let's say, three weeks? What do you think he's been doing? Or they? Hopefully eating. Uh, I went back to yeah. Radasum and um, did some engineer stuff. Uh, it's very secret though. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that'll be a question for every character, right? I mean, yeah. I assume the commander, pro at least in my mind, probably was checking in to make sure the organizations the places the parts of the world that they had helped deal with all of this were secure that Orin was settled in whatever new role that um you know there's this looming threat of energy and cantha and what that means and probably having to be a figurehead at various things but hopefully yes like taking some time to just do something for themselves but um i mean speaking from personal experience that even like fornex brought up or like jebro just brought up 
I think in those moments when you do actually finally have a chance to catch your breath in that sense, sometimes if you're dealing with these bigger mental health things, it's those moments where you actually feel the most exhausted, the most completely just like empty in a sense where you're like, okay, I'm going through the, the motions, but um, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm interested to see um, if they almost have like a therapist type character or like if there was a therapist slash counselor type person in the game. Would they name it Jebro? No, 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 no. Is there one already? <laughs> I mean, I hey, hey, Orin. hey, that would be cool. <laughs> but like, if there was one, you think Orin? Like, I was thinking about more if, if there was. I mean, hey, I'm up for that. <laughs> Counselor <laughs> Jebro, like that. That's got a nice ring to it, you know? I think Orin has had her fair share of experiences, but is still relatively young. Yeah, that's and the thing. And there is a certain element of kind of in a weird way, like, youth and slight naivete can be somewhat helpful to maybe readjust things into perspective and also to remind yourself of possible, like, better times, or at least showing that you or someone else can navigate in in a better way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I the mean, youth if, part if, is a bit, like, for me, is like, mm, I'm not sure. If I was actually the commander, I'd want to talk to Kunavang. Yeah. Oh, that's me true. too, because Kunavang was hitting on me during the. Oh know, no no wait yeah. I know uh -huh. I know who the best counselor would be Ogden. Uh, <laughs> no no a hundred percent. What are you talking Kunavang, about? Kunavang, I think would be brilliant. I mean, she was basically Suwan's, um, yeah, you know, confidant. That's true. Uh, you know, somebody who I think would play that role. It's interesting because I almost feel like. I mean, we don't know yet. We have a lot of theories, I'm sure, about what is possibly going on down here. But while this is not a substitution for actual robust professional therapy or anything, getting caught in a magic fog that makes you <laughs> confront your own perhaps deepest secrets, if we're thinking mm -hmm. Abaddon here at the end or whatever it is, um, I, I think in its own way is a journey of uh, perhaps a greater fantasy metaphor for a journey of working through these things or being forced to confront mm. them in some kind of tangible way Speaking um of metaphors we got to talk about demons in general in guild wars 2 because the iterations of demons in guild wars 2 are very like straightforward you know metaphor hit on the head <laughs> kind of situations and i i appreciate that i appreciate that when you're dealing with demons in guild wars 2 you more often than not are dealing with lit like your metaphorical demons of yourself <laughs> like yeah. with uh with deimos it's like they feed they feed on your insecurities they feed on torment so they feed on like the sins and the 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 negative aspects of humanity and you know mm. amplify them in each person or try to um so I think it's, you know, I, another one of those situations, it seems like, with this possible demon. Is that, it, it, did we decide that in this episode it was a demon, by did the way? Did we decide yes. that I was right? Yes, that clearly. I, I think we right. decided that you were <laughs> yes. right. I mean, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. definitely be right. You're allowed to be right. If it's yeah, Beats, can I, though, it, it's Kanaxai. It's got to be Kanaxai. It's got to be Kanaxai. Yeah. Well, I if, heard... it, if it isn't, well, I've heard two theories. Kanaxai? <laughs> 
or something to do with Abaddon. Like, those well, are the two things that I've heard. But so I think they in, could both be true. I think they could both be connected. Yeah, they're... In Kanaxai's original artwork, he had the same eyes as Abaddon. He didn't have the same, but in the original artwork, he had the same eyes as Abaddon. So was he a creation of Abaddon? Like an avatar of Abaddon, maybe? They, you see, they don't know. So as we go further and deeper down into the lair, you'll see that actually this is, you know, we were talking about where it was thin and where the mist realms could leak into our own. Yeah. Yeah. You see that same um, um, environmental effect happening the deeper down into the lair you go. So right. it could very well be, it seems to be indicating by the environmental storytelling that that is what is happening, that, that mm. this is some sort of planar event and he's... It is here. Kanaxai is here because of that. But now, when we when we got rid of Kanaxai two thousand two hundred fifty years ago, uh, did he just go dormant? I guess. Do you think? We don't know whether we did get rid of Kanaxai because he split himself into thirteen aspects, mm. um, and the player takes different aspects of him, like the aspect oh, of sorrow and the aspect of like <laughs> yeah. You know. They dealt with him. Uh, they dealt with the thirteen aspects, though, right? Yeah, but ha but. How many aspects actually are there? Mm. There's more than 13. This could, be, this could all be pretty fascinating, though, because I think there could be a tie between all of these, right? Abaddon was as an entity, and if we are going to be leading or transitioning into something with the human gods, which has been a big thing, we've even theorized, oh, future expansions, that would be cool to touch on or get into, right? Yeah. So whether or not they are connected or they aren't connected, I think it would make sense for Abaddon to be the connection here in the sense that there's a mention about the fact that, like, obviously the Jade Sea, Shiro, the Jade Wind, but also, like, a lot of the, um, this, this, the energies and things done here, as well as his corrosive influence where he could kind of, like, take over people or um, compel them, like Kunavang, stuff like that, right? Um, there's a line, I think, in this episode that we had where they say something about, like, this was Shiro's power, but Shiro had connections to Abaddon, and, like, Abaddon being this entity of uh, the ocean and of, like, secrets, mysteries, these sorts of things, um, I think you could see those connections and or the possibility that when he kind of went off the rails and decided he was going to be the only god and he was going to, you know, like, overthrow everybody else, that maybe That's he so did happened. just... <laughs> well, didn't he say that he, they, they, no, they he wanted to him. take over? No, they turned on him. Yeah. Oh, initially, initially. But he eventually no, does he do was, a whole uprising. He was too nice to humans, and every, all yeah. the other gods were like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and they have selfish. continued to be uh, F the humans, yeah, which is crazy. Okay, he was but, more a Prometheus type of character. Yeah. But that was yeah. that was after he had been imprisoned. He did try to do an uprising. He did try to overthrow them. Oh, during, yeah, Nightfall, I guess. He was of. trying to free himself, yeah. He was trying to free himself from the prison that they put him in because he didn't want us to have the power that he'd given to us, magic, taken away because he thought that we needed it. Because so he mean, was really, okay, he's okay, really a human champion. Yeah. I see. Abaddon and Redemption arc. Hold yeah, on, hold on. I'm looking, I... I'm looking on the wiki right now, so give me one second. Um, go, go, go. Fine. We see... He, he launched a war. He had a fall from grace. So the six decided to give magic to the mortal races. Abaddon rose up to the task. The gift of magic, however, empowered them in a way that the gods seemed to be upset about. So like you were all saying, right? Um, yeah. And they revoked the gift of magic. He was upset about this. But he does try to... Um, he's imprisoned, but he does try to come back and, and take over, um, in a sense. 
And then he obviously ends up liaisoning with Shiro. Um, hold on, I'm looking for this exact line. Are we doing an Abaddon did nothing wrong situation, or...? I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> it did flex, right? I mean, so, he, he was a, he, he was fighting for humanity. They didn't want him to. A human king suggested that magic be taken away because there was just so much war. Um, he didn't right. want them to do that. They turned against him. They imprisoned him. They stripped him of his power um, and imprisoned him in... I'll try to strip him of his power. They basically did to him what they did to Balthazar, right? And then he tried to get out. And, and all of the machinations of prophecies and factions is him trying to get out and nightfall mm. is him trying to manipulate events so that he can free himself right and exact probably not necessarily revenge against humanity i mean uh, against, but against his 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 yeah. uh, his brother brother and sister gods yeah i mean yeah. supposedly he was destroyed and then formally replaced but all of this to say, all of this to say, <laughs> if they were going to tie here, um, because yes, there's a lot of lore in this, and I'm just speaking off the top of my head. Obviously, listen to everybody. Fornax is ultimate lore master. Look at the Wikipedia, all that kind of stuff. But um, watch my if, video, just saying. Or watch the video. <laughs> um, but if they were going to do something here, like he discovered something, or in, in this, like what he used to empower Shiro, or um, that like source of power that, you know, we're talking about that we keep having recurring here, and or some kind of extra planar mystery where a demon like Kanexai would come through, that it could be possible that some of this is connected in some way, like that it could be um, tied together, uh, or that like that discovery of whatever that is, or whatever we're about to find out that it is, or the human gods and their history and why they fled even in the first place to come here, um, could have some kind of tie. I, I mean, it's still pretty vague, but um, it's interesting, yeah. at least. Yeah, I definitely think Kanexai is higher up on the list of things we'll encounter than Abaddon uh, for the next episode. Um, but, you know, it's possible that Kanexai swears allegiance to Abaddon, so that, that might be something that's an overarching kind of plot that might be happening in the future, but I don't... That's a question that I don't know if we could answer right now, especially since we only know about these two episodes. And since it's only going to be probably two episodes, I feel like we're only going to be maybe seeing a Kanaxi and not an Abaddon in these... Uh... Well, this is supposed to be a bridge. What gives you that idea that it's only going to be two? I, I, well, this, is the thing, this is the thing I'm thinking. I'm like, there's going to be more than two. I'm not sure why. why. It's just, just basically what they wrote. That yeah, we put yeah. Free first episode, no, the they said the first was... episode we're going to be introduced to an enemy, and then the second episode we're yep. going to deal with the enemy. That's what and they said, and then it would be a bridge. the future stories, so yeah. I also was in the consideration mm -hmm. that it was only one more after this, and that mm -hmm. we'd be getting the expansion this year. That was my understanding. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to have what do you two more episodes, I think expansions next year. If what that is, that then I'm very worried for Guild Wars. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I think from that what? would go from the kind of end of Dragons two years, though. That would make kind of sense. What evidence? Like the two what, years, what two the two year cadence. That's I mean, they, well, they said they're <laughs> wanting to do two long. years. They said they want to do it sooner yeah. than two years. Well, they said yeah. like don't want to do two to four years, but like well. Two is in that bracket. That's yeah. true. I, That's true. I That's mean, true. That's true. I mean, it's just we, a theory, right? I mean, it's just a 
Yeah. As we run around and we explore okay. and things like that, I will say this much. Not only that announcement that Boots is talking about, because yes, they said, mm. they, they outlined even how this map was going to be. That it would come in two portions. So that we'd have the first half, we'd have the second half, there would be metas added. Like in that, in that post we had, I think it very much broken up that way. And that the estimation of the second half of this is that it might be coming May, June, possibly, if we're on mm. that same pace. Um, I don't, I mean... I don't know mm. for sure that they're going to start a new expansion cycle this year, but given sense. the brevity of this episode, I would say that right now for me personally, it looks more likely because this was very mm -hmm. short. It was good. It was really good, but it was short in such a way that I personally felt like, okay, wait, hold on a second. Yeah. This reminds me a little bit of the, the brevity that we got with the final Icebird Saga episodes. Although I think better overall narrative delivery and things like that. I, I think this was a much more positive experience and a really good hunk of story, great new map, great well, meta, but. That's a good point because that was a pivot, wasn't it? So was this episode written, was this, this is definitely was this written during mm. or during that same pivot? So it's maybe in the same kind of. Oh, what do you mean by when, that? So maybe did they, when they were doing this episode, episode, um, would, was it during a point in time where they moved, started to think about more going towards the idea of an yeah, expansion? Because this so. would have been, this, this would have been what like a year ago at the least that they started doing this probably? yeah i think i think i think this <laughs> was with the idea in mind that they're going to be changing up their format going forward i agree yeah, yeah. um so so i want to bring up a discussion about the brevity of this and well we still uh, haven't finished playing the story for it. <laughs> i'm trying to get it done but like it okay. but do you I'm much actually maybe than all of you right now maybe we can oh yeah are we have we all got different bars going down oh yeah i finished i just finished my bar oh okay i'm like halfway through so maybe you can keep going <laughs> i'm supposed to scan the hay spots now yeah 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 that's what oh, I'm doing. oh i finished scanning the hay spots yeah that's oh, what i'm, I'm still well, I, I, it's only oh, me man. that needs to do it, I guess. You don't need to worry too oh, much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've just True. been not paying attention to that part, and I started mining things. Uh, so, so <laughs> while you're doing that, oh. we could talk a little bit about it. So recently yes. on Twitter, I saw a picture of someone talking about um, about the, the Last of Us TV show. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw people... And it was someone talking about people complaining about the most recent episode being a filler episode. Okay. No, not. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. And yes. but in reality, it wasn't a filler episode. It was a, a character development episode because mm -hmm. it, it yeah. gave you the backstory of certain characters, let you understand their their feelings and their all of their motivations going forward, etc. And I feel like this is where this episode is a very similar situation um, because I feel like these two episodes together are in some ways a filler um, storyline. Like, yes, we have to deal with the power issues of Cantha, and this is I think this is how we're going to do it. We're going to get to these ley lines and we're going to be able to figure it out by dealing with whatever thing is guarding them. Mm. So in that way, it's a bit of an interlude filler episode. We're just getting something done really quickly out of the way fast, and then we're going to move on to other things. 
but I think it's also a store uh, a character development uh, couple of episodes and I think that's really evident in how we are I mean is it's another question of is it too late to start developing the commander's character I don't know it's been 10 years now we're starting to like yeah. get in <laughs> get in depth with what the character that, is feeling that is another topic I have to tab out of game have... to, to type shots fired hang on <laughs> Jesus Christ no, that is another aspect of this narrative that they seem to be focusing on and the overall themes which I'm a little interested to see how it is ultimately going to feel once this is all done because yeah. we really don't have a lot of character development for the commander outside of the personal story and some of the choices that you can make even though like it all kind of culminates to the same thing really um yeah. but then after so, season one it was a much more linear experience and very flat so then this this very like quick shift to what could be a very commander-centric storyline um i'm i'm interested to see how it'll ultimately pan out me too uh, me with, too and i but i like the idea the direction of, it so of kind of uh dealing with trauma because we exactly no one does that i'm not many people uh, do that in mmorpages they really well, they really don't do we, it that we've much. done it a, a couple of times in guild wars 2 but i i don't think to this not extent in this way. not in this way yeah, exactly yeah. i'm just yeah. worried if it'll feel a bit too f flat and clinical and not necessarily in <sighs> service what do you mean of... By that? What do you mean by that? Can you explain a little bit more? I find it to be interesting that they chose the commander of all characters to go into this with. I think there could have... Mm. Oh, my mind would have went to other characters like Kaith, Bram, uh, where throughout the story they have had quite a bit of story uh, of character development where they are an active entity and are making their own decisions. I think you have a point, but at the same time, I feel like this is a wise choice. Yes. I prefer because, it. Yeah. because the player is more likely to, like in Bram's case, for example, not get annoyed with the commander as opposed to another character having to deal with it. You know? it's yeah. the connection I... to the it's the connection to it as well, which is very important because we can always we can always feel for being able to explain to someone and one the this is this is going to be one of the most important storylines they will ever produce for this game in my opinion because being able to empathize is different to be able to sim sympathize and also write a story about depression or some kind of ptsd because a lot of the time a lot of people don't get it they don't understand what these conditions are right so to do mm. that they have to use a lot of video a lot of audio and to do that when you're not the character being played is very very difficult i think whereas if you were the character you can see like the yeah you can have the, the images you can have the sound you can have the screen wobbles you can have the the trauma yeah, you're, it's you're easier to do it, it for you're sure experiencing it. it's not, sure. instead of it's goric saying this guy's acting crazy what's going Absolutely. on to yeah. us. Yeah. It's us actually seeing these things and experiencing and no, these things. well you're talking about how it is actually going to be portrayed i'm more so uh interested to see why they chose this to be the very first kind of commander-centric story as like I... our first starting hmm. point is the trauma rather than because it, it it would have been nice if we got more of the who the commander is throughout the expansions to then get to this point and it would feel 
perhaps in my experience a bit more logical but for this to kind of be the very first starting point is I'm more so just wondering how it will ultimately feel because sure. right now it's it it makes sense yeah but it made me wonder if this if we were playing as Bram if we would have been like ah okay this is their time to have their their processing arc I'm mm -hmm. gonna lie I'm glad I'm not playing as Bram well yeah and, and I want to yeah. say that no, I think just... a lot of <laughs> I think that a lot of stuff that um so this idea of now they've decided to give the commander personality or like an arc I think this is something that many MMOs struggle with because many MMOs are like, we need to make ourselves the most blank template possible so as not to impede upon the player's perception of how we want them to experience their character. Yeah. And we've seen many games, I think, really lean into that where you are the most absolute blank neutral hero figure maybe with a couple little troubled moments of like oh no will i make it or a little bit of like oh the stakes are so high but like very rarely in such a way that the player character is given their own defining traits that's very hard to do in an mmo because yeah. versus an actual rpg where you can have five different dialogue choices or um you know whatever emotional wheel or things like that and then that can be something that dynamically reacts or builds or whatever i think mmos are capable of this i just don't think we're at the point yet where many of these teams technology etc can have all these different variables of writing and personality and stuff like that that's expressed and so many games instead lean towards the extreme neutral template and i don't think there's anything wrong with that per se but i will say that a game in which a game in which i love the story and i love having my own head cannons final fantasy 14 but in which the fully unvoiced unspoken protagonist yeah. is oftentimes memed on because you watch as all these characters around you have these like self-growth arcs and realizations about their greatest insecurities and all these things and then your characters in the background and when they're prompted Naughty. to speak they're like they nod or like when it's time <laughs> for the heroic champion speech because they're unvoiced they're like it's and then one funny. of the other characters speaks for you right yeah. like yeah that yeah. becomes so dissonant at a point that I actually think that if they were going to do an arc like this for the commander, this is almost the perfect time to do it because we have a 10 year story culmination. We have perceived the game in a specific way. We've perceived the arc of the game in a specific way over the course of 10 years. So if we are going to recontextualize that, give what happened before greater depth, greater weight, and then invest in the idea of what that meant to your character, that 10-year arc, I think it does make it a very personal journey, a very personal thing, and a very big risk for them to take in the game. And I'm glad that we're not just watching the NPCs experience emotional arcs without us ever getting one because if you're gonna do it 10 years in i think we earned one <laughs> like, so i'm i'm curious to see because i think this is something that could be so important for the game and how you make that something you don't want it to be too generic you don't want it to be you don't want it to lack emotional impact just because you know they're trying to appeal to everybody but you also don't want it to get so hyper-specific that it feels as though it is telling you how to feel. And that's going to be the really big difficult thing about this, I think. But I think if it's pulled off well, it could make replaying the last 10 years of story 
something that feels so much deeper because you have had a chance to reflect truly on what did that 10 years mean to you? What did that story mean to you? And how did that impact you? And, and I'm, I think it could be good. Well, I, I think, I'm excited. I think you're very right. I think that there's an article uh, about this episode and what might be coming the next episode. And the line that was given from Renet to the reporter was that the first episode is going deeper and deeper um, to face this thing. In uh, the next episode is basically uh, climbing yourself back out. And I think that's physical. I think that's very real. But I think that's also probably um, mentally in in this in this situation i think this is it's going to be the the commander facing his issues or her issues or their issues and making their way climbing their way out of the hole um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how they do it uh, can i can i speak in sort of like defense of the of the story so far Sure. Every every moment of our our character's existence has been consumed with the, their their employment, right? Their job, their job as a commander, their job as a representative of of their people, um, saving people. That they've never, that there's never kind of been necessarily a kind of a kick back and relax moment. Even when we went to South Sun Cove to you know bikinis and my ties as it were that was not what we got right right and and we have just we have just been living on adrenaline and and you know stimulants probably for since since we hit 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 the ground running and for me it was like um with the pale tree and before i'd even awakened i was fighting a dragon for for the Silvari character, so mm. we we haven't had a chance for character development because we've been we've been firefighting. Every, everywhere we go, point. the world I, is I on fire. There's I think been that's a lot true. I think that's a so so. I think that yeah, exactly. It's it's a situation where it was a conscious decision from the developers, like like Rook said, not to develop the character because you wanted to be a blank slate for people to play. Mm. Yeah. But I think now we could. Now that we have, a, we're done with that storyline. We can take a time, our time to like say, is that necessary? Maybe, maybe give the commander a little something. <laughs> but remember yeah. as well that, like, and we're going to see this that each there is still some uniqueness in this because some of the choices you made in the past, should you have played core game, have influenced some of the images that you see. Because in mm. we're, right. we're going to get to the instance where that that occurs, and and sure. then people may not realize this, but the, sure. there is there is a specific thing. So there is part of your own journey and your choices scattered in there. Not maybe yeah, not yeah. many, but like you know there is some of your uniqueness, um, which yeah. I really do love about this. And you're right, Fornax. Well, for sure. You're right. You're right, Fornax. That it, although it is possibly just that okay now we could actually tell a story like this it 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 is very well explained by the fact that we've just been going like full force from crisis to crisis and now mm. the commander has a chance to do it so like it's kind of mm. kismet that now's the time that they're able to do it i also not... feel like we're transitioning yeah. from the dragon story 
to our story because it's all been about oh, the elder God, dragons yeah, it's true. been about the elder dragons it's been about Aureen and her journey and us us being her guardian and her parent and and how she's evolved and everything that we sacrificed for her including our lives mm. um and and now i think that we're hopefully what i want what i would like to see personally as a player is them shifting away from from like constant firefighting to more character-driven interesting stories you can still have all the crazy dynamic gameplay you can still have extraordinary maps but i would i would just like a, a bit more depth and substance to our character and to the characters around us yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm I gonna like. i know rook's like at the end of the meadow so i was like do you want to finish it or should we go with the story or like how close Care? are you to finishing it do whatever works for you. I'm just vibing down here. Oh, okay. I, was, okay. <laughs> I was actually, this does actually bring up an interesting point though, because I wanted to ask everybody about this. The meta, where should you play it in this episode? Not yet. You should play it after. Yeah. After. I would recommend after. I played it I before. <laughs> and I was within like, Damn the, it. <laughs> Within the control of a story instance, I think there's more of a, a gravitas behind entering that area and also seeing the enemies so i'd recommend after mm -hmm. and yet the story gives us the like do events beat before that final instance although of course yeah. you don't have to like do it all the way through um that's one thing that we've been talking about a lot i was also advised to do um to do the meta after and and i agree in that i think like you said it adds more to the moment the reveal the impact the enemies here um it gives it more context and then this almost feels like you know story instance greatest hits kind of like moment but um i i did think that this was an interesting one because of where it's sort of placed and the fact that given like previous precedent in guild wars 2 oftentimes if you have that step where it's like now do the events it's because it's oftentimes meant to be the spot where you should do the meta to get the continuous story or the linear story sort of interesting on this yeah yeah I, yeah how do you guys feel about the meta by the way oh yeah that's another topic i think we should play for the story first yeah we can we okay. can talk about the meta while we get to the yeah 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 we because we only we don't actually have that much longer yeah, go for it. So yeah, we can one. do story. We can do story instance. But yeah, the the map being a meta is um, it's uh, whelming. It's whelming. You know. <laughs> it's done. Okay. Oh, you made it. Further research awaits, Commander. Shall we? Still, so many questions. We already neutralized the void. Orin confirmed it. Yet there's obvious disequilibrium here. I'll try to get more out of Chilmu about this haze once we're done. Would he even know anything? You, you know said yourself, he's been hiding at camp while this crew goes berserk. Can I say he really screwed is up, the demon of nightmares, right? Think. Oh, a criminal, um, a coward. Nightmare well, so horde the Hispanians. True, but in the player guide of Guild Wars 1, in the that tells you how to defeat Kanaxi, it introduces him as Kanaxi, the demon of nightmares. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, it does seem like that's what he's doing. He's giving people nightmares. Well, that's a perfect match for PTSD because nightmares are one of the many symptoms of the yeah. Yeah, disorder. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Well, actually, as well, I want to get a quote from something that's important. Um, there's PTSD, which is normally one event, 
and then there's complex PTSD, which is actually <laughs> probably more closer to what he is experiencing, which is like Fair a again. continual different events happening, or even it can be the same Health event increasing. as well, but repeating. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot, but it's not just like PTSD is like in complex PTSD is com comorbid with like so many different things. Comorbid means like crossover with other conditions. So like anxiety, depression, um, bipolar, bipolar one, two, whatever, and all these different things. So you're not like, if we think about the like, mental health conditions as well in this game, specifically with the story, it's not actually just PTSD, <laughs> complex PTSD. There's probably like a five or six other diagnoses which could go with this. And I'm like, I'm really, I'm in the mood to write a paper about this for some reason. <laughs> Cause I was like thinking about this last night and I was like, oh <laughs> like there's a lot yeah acute and chronic because that you can ha there can be loads of different stuff going from this um it's a, it's a nervous system disorder by the way it's the yeah. it's the body responding to stimuli in a wrong way um so you're, you're traumatized and then you carry that with you internally and then you'll 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 come across a trigger and then your body will respond as if it was the previous traumatic event rather than the event that you're actually dealing with that's the hmm. and you and you it's a it's a, so it's a nervous system disorder it's a physical thing hmm. it, or it has that very physical element to it there is it's a huge spectrum of things but primarily that's when when you're talking about that i think that that's what people misunderstand about it most Absolutely. it's a physical reaction to an external stimuli that you don't have control over because it's it's it's, it's your nervous system that's doing for you it's your fight flight or freeze it's the somatic experience like completely it's that body it's your body is remembering something that your brain can't process because it was so yeah. dramatic right so like your body even if even if you had a bodily even if you have a bodily experience where the body experiences something in a very similar way you can get triggered that way as well so it's like yeah. if you've had violent experiences in the past you may watch something on tv and your body reacts in a certain way like it can just bring everything back and it's such yeah. and it's not even just it's not necessarily just memories it's just how your body reacted so you might shut down yeah. you may have headaches you may have like fear panic attacks anxiety attacks and yeah. you know um i mean it doesn't it doesn't even have to be sorry. something that you see you, it can be a smell that triggers it. absolutely right. yeah it's really it, mm. it's so it's, in this in this case the fact that it is a demon inducing all of it can I mean, yes, it's a, it's a, yeah, go ahead. I don't think it's, I don't think it can induce it. I think that every, so if you think about the current situation on Tyria, yeah. it, it kind of mirrors our world. We have just gone through it, a terrible trauma that has touched every single person's life on the planet. The, the, the dragon rising is, is kind of allegorical to what we've been through with, with massive upheaval, massive disruption and a lot of death, right? And no, I don't know anybody whose life hasn't been adversely affected by that. So this is a collective trauma and the demon, it can't, can't give you PTSD, but if yeah. you are hurt and everyone has been hurt, then it's, it's kind of drawing all that out of you. And I think because we've been so traumatized, so through the, the brambles and back again so many times for so long, that, that makes us specifically vulnerable to it very good yeah. point and, and it goes mm -hmm. back to what you said boots earlier you know that point you made was very true it's the insecurity it's not just playing on 
it, this this is our journey and we notice this more because it's happening to us so which helps us to connect more to it because then we start to imagine what everyone else is going through what how is this affecting rama how is this affecting Gorik? how would this affect Aureen, for example like fuck like she's lost all her family like that's huge you know how would this affect anyone else coming back how is it affecting you know the, there's animals there's it's affecting robots like you know it's affecting everyone in a different way so it will be interesting to actually see what i think is very interesting as well is look at the map room you know the the story title the the zone we're in you know the the dark depths we keep going down into this thing and as we go down like the the issues and concerns and the awareness we start to gain and the insight gets deeper it becomes more it's very literal but it's very i think it's actually very well done like it's it feels good as a clinician to be doing this and to be like actually connected to it in that way this is i'm i i hope the arena net devs hear this when i say i'm very proud to be part of this community like in, in this game and and what they've made because this is this helps the stigma of mental health this helps to get connection to people who have maybe not got any inkling of what a mental health concern is because there are people there are many there are more people in the world that don't understand it than do like you so it's really important it's really good good work honestly seriously but this is why i think that it may not connect with some people as well it may just not hit um and that, i think that's going to be okay but hey ho anyway <laughs> i just <laughs> mean to my get concern, serious there for a second but like, you know. my, my concern is that like the so so in 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 end of dragons they teased it a path forward or a journey for timey with her illness mm. as it as it got worse and then they abandoned it they didn't mm. they didn't follow through so i i hope that they hold their nerves true. and i hope that they they they, they give this the, the 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 respect the topic deserves as a, as a storyteller they have a real opportunity to to show I've, people the reality for so many i also hope that i think that we may only have this episode and the next episode reserved for it, though. I know. Yeah. And I'm worried about that, too. I mean, I hope the themes at least maybe carry over into whatever the next expansion is as part of this bridging the gap, right? Or, like, perhaps that being a theme that we get to explore further. Um, mm. It is tough with, like, mm. Timey's condition, right? Because they do make a big plot point deal of it, and then it kind of felt like there was a sense eventually that how they actually wanted to interpret it is that Timey as a character now lives with a chronic illness illness and that like not everything can be fixed or have some great cure and that like learning how to navigate your life moving forward can be something that many people do have to struggle with and that will be one of the greatest battles of their lifetime even if it's a day-to-day -day thing but was there like a really good big story beat dedicated to that where we realize like timey's like i realize that like there's no quick fix for this and now i'm learning no i think we got just like a couple little dialogue lines here or there so yeah. fornax i'm right there with you in the sense mm -hmm. that like i hope this isn't just like a quick little detour that they just brush the surface of and we all get some good headcanon ideas off of and then it's like whatever else full steam ahead i hope mm -hmm. that this does have bigger mm -hmm. impact than that and mm -hmm. that we get to explore it even in a way more so than what we're about to experience once we bust this wall open um <laughs> with the yeah. like oh remember how your mentor died oh remember how this stuff died i hope that we take it that next step further than what they've done previously in the game to really see 
well, what did that do to you? Like, what did it mean to fail, to let people down, to lose a life, to feel as though no matter how hard you try, you cannot save everyone. You can't even, like, save yourself in a lot of ways because you barely had time to navigate. And I I really, I hope we get to see it have more weight and that they, they do dive into it because I think it could be really meaty and really good. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna so we're gonna continue with the story then. Um, I would like some remarks on this. Thank you, Rook, for that as well. Sorry, I didn't want to sound that like I was dismissing that. Um, really, really, really important. Absolutely, like they need to they need to go back to that. I don't think they sh I, they have to go back to that that part with with time. I think that's very important that they do that. Mm. Um, what do we think about this uh, this part? I actually really liked getting back in the uh, little bot and having a play around. You know, I like this. Mm. I thought this was nice, getting to reutilize the Jade Bot. I mean, it's one of the main, the main points of End of Dragons, so I hope they utilize this whenever they can. Uh, this wasn't the most exciting yeah, no. um, puzzle. Um, no. So, you know, it was just nice to see. Like, would you like to see the bot introduced across the planet? Yeah, I'd like to see more Jade Bot <laughs> adventures. Oh, by the way, yeah, Finn, do that. Finn is also the best, by the way. Look at this flip he does. Do you I see know, that flip? I love, I love that. <laughs> that flip so is the, the is so cool. I love that thing. Um, I want my I want the choice of bot for engineer, honestly. But the thing is, sorry, I'm not going to talk for a second. If you feel faint at any point, it You'll be the first to know, shall we? The Gork is already aware that the commander is uh, at risk here. The faintness. Or seeming off, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think the faintness might be also to do with just the gas as well. And the haze, like, and just the... Because we've got the filter, right? right but he, he's, he's talking to the commander specifically. Mm. True, 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 true. I mean, I think I think it's just a telegraph. It's a it's a telegraph of what's to come. And for, ley lines. For anyone who's not paying yeah. attention. Absolutely. And yeah. ley line here, we can see as well. Oh, oh, these are not the things. Like, signal is shoddy. Hey, you know, uh, the fact that these underworld spirits have appeared is kind of interesting too, right? You were right. But attacks you know, shades. Mm. They're all like demonic and part of the nightmare horde. I think that's my. With, yeah, with, they, uh, they're definitely or oh, abyssals. Actually, yeah, you're right. Mm. But I saw an attack, which is definitely from the other here. Finish that sentence. Yeah, I like these creatures. I'm I excited well. to get more of them. Yeah, they look a little bit more 2023. If that makes sense, like just also corrupted the Oni look good. Correct, the Layla. Oh yeah, the Oni. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oni is wicked as well. I like, I like all the things, honestly. The so, Leyline anomalies are a fun little addition here. Yeah, I thought it was my mission. Did you? Because I know you didn't. I'm not sure if you've done that quest either. But you know when you get the the thingy popping up every so often, I was like, oh no, the guy's popping up. Oh, I've done that. Oh, it's it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I started it because um, yeah. if you have those leyline anomaly people that show up, oh, hold on. Oh, right, yeah. An unparalleled source magic, pure energy. This must be why the proximate jade is so powerful. It could be monumental in solving Cantha's energy predicament. There you go. 
Um, so, yeah, if you go to the Priory, there's like a quest chain that's just like an unmarked thing that's just down there. I, th I think if you get up to it, like you can see it and it's like, oh, this is actually a thing I should do. But there's not like any anything that I at least found initially mm -hmm. prompted me to go straight into it or like added it to a quest log or anything. It's, it's somewhere in the achievements, I think. Um, so like if you go there, you can research it more. And I actually want to try and look into it because I'm wondering if they're going to try and tie any of that lore about the you know the that kind of entity into whatever you know things in the future i'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious about it mm -hmm. true 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 um shall i click the thing so what so wait um someone just mentioned in chat under dark 74 why is nobody talking about the free heads slash monsters when we enter here does someone want to take that uh... aren't these from uh, the I feel like Fornax definitely knows. Oh my god, what, what's well. that place? What's that place? Is it the Maw of Torment? Or the... Realm of Torment? Kind of? Because this, these assets were also a part of Path of Fire in the Desolation when you're um, going to the meta event. And hmm. if I'm not mistaken, isn't that like a portal to the Realm of Torment or Balthazar or Abaddon's Realm? Or something like that? So it yeah. might be emanating from that, um, but these assets have popped up, but we haven't seen them um, really be as much of a main focus on the environmental storytelling with the ley lines going into them. And when they were in the desolation, they were more of a minor detail if you really paid attention mm -hmm. to like the ends of the, um, the Maw of Torment there. But I really like the return of these. I think they're a really cool asset and they're really ominous and creepy. They sure are. Have you got anything yeah. for next about these? Well, I mean, so there's some fan fantastic original art from when the game launched that has these surrounding the player in a kind of desert area, yeah, which is amazing. Mm. Um, there is an Abaddon connection uh, at the Realm of Torment. Um, there is there is also the Moors, uh, uh, and there is yeah. a Jade Moor on the on the on the um, on the the dragon map that we have, um, and the Jade Sea map, uh, Suwon's map, I can't remember what it's called, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it's Dragon's End? Dragon. Yeah. No, not Dragon. Is it Dragon's End? Dragon's yes. Is it the Dragon's End map? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are all, there's too many dragon stands of Dragon's There's Dragon a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so, in, in my video, I said that this was a confluence point, or it looked like it could be a confluence point for Ley Lines, and therefore a source of great power. So you've got um, a ley line confluence, you've got a planar confluence, and you have an entity that is taking advantage of this. Um, and there's it, it, kind of like an overtone of the kind of the Lord of the Rings with the, the, the dwarves in Moria digging mm. too deeply and too speedily and waking yeah. up something terrible. Um, and, and that is very much kind of mirrored in a, in a, in a very, very Guild Warsy way with all the beautiful uh, prismatic lights. But it's yeah, true, no, do, I, I agree. They do look a little bit like Jade Maw tentacles, but with demonic corruption faces yeah. on them. <laughs> they do. This is interesting, too, because I did find, and I put it in the Discord, the, the thing that had been said uh, in the wiki about Abaddon. So before he was imprisoned, you were right, yes, he tries to do the human stuff, he tries to help the humans, they get mad at him, but Abaddon did lead a force of transforms Marganites to overthrow the gods right. and establish himself as the one god who would rule over all of Tyria. Yeah, then he was 
well, but his forces that he uh, led there, including the immortal Morganite elite soldiers, known as the Horde of Darkness, and the Horde of Darkness are demons chosen by Abaddon to assault the gates of heaven. They're just misunderstood. <laughs> but, but it's interesting here because, I mean, uh, yeah, like, we don't know. And they could just use these for literally anything. I mean, yeah. I think this would be, it's not like they even have to use them if they were tied to something else, like, at any point in the same way, if they haven't been necessarily reinforced that way in the game. Um, so, I mean, these could just be something that's meant to evoke that sense of, like you're saying, the deep down oceanic Cthulian kind of horror, yeah. which is also yeah. totally fair. Um, but I do... Look, yeah. Oh, yeah, or they just look like big tentacle boys. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I like the idea here almost of um, this sense because the void felt like such a last minute addition, I suppose you could say. We had something yeah. very similar happen as well in Endwalker where this like villainous element is added in at the 11th hour and suddenly you're like, wait, what? Like, and so the void in this sense was something that introducing it into End of Dragons as this major figure and as something that is a component of the world that we now have to consider, I think they could have just like dropped it there or they could give it some kind of redefinition meaning connection that is a foundational part of whatever comes next in the story, right. in which case bridging the gap of the end of the 10-year arc into whatever lies ahead is really fascinating. And I think this, whatever it is, is going to be recontextualizing that, whether that's another world, a plane where demons come from, something to do with Abaddon, something to do with Kanaxai, and like what in the world caused this convergence of realities, whether that's something to do with the mists, which supposedly touch on and bridge the gap between realities and time and all kinds of stuff. Like, mm. we were theorizing about it previously, but I think this is a great crux, a great um, crucible for this reveal, this, you know, uh, possible big player in whatever we might be seeing for uh, futures unknown in the game. It's just such an ominous, like, place. It's just, it just, it's nice. I like mm -hmm. it. It's very dark and evil, and just the yeah. theme of it is just cool. Just generally, it awesome. definitely evokes, you know, H.P. Lovecraft kind of like mm. uh, Eldritch evils. But, and it does look like those faces are feeding on the ley line. Yeah, doesn't agree. Yeah. Agree. Um, so is or that connected to the them. demon that's running this whole thing? Is this Kanaxai's mm -hmm. link to the overworld right now, sucking energy down and like feeding him, or? Is it something else? Or is it nothing at all? It could just be nothing at all. It could just be, be. environmental storytelling. I mean, Kanaxai is such a great character to use because there is so little lore. There is one uh, piece of concept art, there is an avatar in-game, and then there is the fight that people can have in the deeps in, in the original franchise of Prophecies, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they've got a huge springboard to, to go as deep as they want to, to expand the law, to include Abaddon, to bring in somebody else, to or to just have this as a, a nice kind of capstone, um, as a solution for the energy problem and an interesting battle for us to, to sort of cap off the End of Dragons season. Mm. It's... It, there's a lot of scope. They can, they can have, it can have as much, um, as many legs as they want it to or as few. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. this is an interesting tidbit I just found as I was browsing wiki stuff. Guild Wars 1, the definition of demons. Yeah. Outside the world we know, other dimensions yeah. exist. 
realms beyond what we can see and experience. Civilized humans know that when they die, their souls pass on into the mists, the realm of the afterlife. Some spirits linger in this world or find ways to walk back into the realm of flesh, yet there are other creatures who watch them and wait, drawn to the energy of countless souls. Sometimes souls are not enough, and dimensions alien to the physical world sentient entities scheme of ways to enter the realm of flesh, mm. dreaming of the havoc they can wreak. Just as ghosts can defy death by returning to the land of the living, demons find ways into our world where they feast on suffering, despair, and the vital energy of intelligent creatures. Ooh, so, yeah. so I wonder if they've, like, that's interesting. That's very mm. interesting, because this is what this is, isn't it? You know, if you think about what they're feasting on they're feasting on light right though like in in the very visual sense but then feasting on us and our mm. positive like you know all of our insecurities or like fears or trauma so, and all of this kind of yeah. stuff that's very interesting mm. so even yeah. just by delving deeper into these places we're kind of forcing a story <laughs> like you know we're like our our intrigue is gonna force this whole thing Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I also cool. think that it's it's very possible that the enemies we fight coming up to here and in this upcoming fight mm. are sort of hinting at how demons are made. Um, so mm -hmm. we should go take a look at that. I think we should. We've, uh, yeah. <laughs> Great transition, Boots. <laughs> the J down here is all but glowing for the substantial energy levels coursing throughout it. Huh. Interesting find. Ooh. This this episode. So, considering how um, tired the commander is mm. and has been talked about the entire time, and how on edge they are, um, Gorik doing this for the next ten seconds, maybe twenty seconds, really thought made me think that the commander was gonna snap <laughs> at Gorik mm -hmm. at some point. True. Yeah, but they didn't. It was just it's tough because I think that's one of those details that would feel very interesting from a character standpoint, but that players might find to be like overstepping the line. Oh, yeah, I find though that one of my symptoms when it comes to like anxiety or extreme stress or manifestation, like when I'm even facing you know look. whatever Finn, particularly bad period of depression, right? I get Gap very irritable. I get very tense. I get very short with people, and I've had to like really try to consciously avoid that. Um, and I think it would be totally like an interesting thing that they could have put in here to have that manifest in somebody who otherwise is oftentimes known as being the one that everyone can rely on, you know? Mm, yeah. And to then have to grapple Working with the guilt of what that means when like, that's not Unlikely. even inherently who you are. And it's something that's manifesting that you're like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I even behaving like this? This is so terrible. I should not be like this, you know? Like, well, it's the expectations of everyone around you and you've been carrying them on your back for so long. That's it. Okay. Um, let's delve into Oni. that in a bit after this. But yes, big important things. And now it's not an Oni anymore. I still have a lot of questions as to what this model represents and who this is. Yeah. Okay, good, because I was like, I don't know who this is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So, now the reason this is is because i haven't done the core story on this character oh. so apparently oh. the reason he turns up is because 
you haven't done the core story on your character. I, par wow. I think so anyway. So otherwise, yeah. it would be your... Mentor. I got mm -hmm. my so mentor, yeah. That's it. So it could be Tibble or whoever else. I can't remember the other people because they're not as important. Which <laughs> is very strange. I mean, I guess it is nice that you have that customization with your character, but yeah. in terms of the the level of who should be here, I think it should be Traherne for everyone. We spent me? so much time now with Traherne, and then we killed Traherne. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if you were attacking the ravenous wanderer, and then suddenly the model shifted, and Traherne was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do this to me? I wanted to live or something like that. Oh, it would be so intense. I think it's like, this, this execution is a little... It could have been done a bit differently because as of right now, the thing that we're fighting, there's no connection to it at all. And also, then... Also, the story's moving on and I kind of need to make a point. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Like, the, we're on just, the... She, I feel like it should have been to her. Good to see you here. I mean, mm. do, should we talk about that after while we've, when we've gone through the bits? Because he's told me to go to the next one. Sorry. Okay. Or, we, or we can do it. I guess that, that's okay as well because the second... The, the bits happening to the commander where there's like the, the bits and pieces like air and, and here I have air. Do you have air? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. These other two are the same for everyone. They're the same for everyone. Yeah. Okay. It would have yeah. been really interesting if you had dialogue choices as you approached in this instance. Yeah. Where you could talk or, you know, they could say True. like, you know, can oh, can you believe we've been through like 10, you know, it seems like you've you've had a lot in your mind recently, Commander, you know, like, you know, what were you, what do you think about everything that's brought us here or whatever? Like it's something like where it could have been like a bit of um, dialogue there where you could bring up through your choices, different people that had played a role in your journey, and then they would appear here as though they had been on your minds, and then they manifested. It'd be interesting. Finn, shield drama, quick, configurating. Very true. Okay, Rama next. Shield Rama. Rama has been shielded. Also, this is straight up a strike mission. The fact that this wasn't a strike mission. Who's dead? Wild. Yeah, between each part I'm as well, you we actually have to come in here and stand on the circles to res them up. I didn't realize that when I was doing it. <laughs> I was like, no. just left them on the floor. I was like, they're talking. What's happening? It's kind of funny. And then we've got Amora as well, which is like Amora, sorry. Oh. What a dramatic apparition. This looks like somebody. Do we have a lot of emotional connection with Almora? That's not no. always confused about that one. And I she like was so heavily focused in the audio logs before, before. this instance. Yeah. When I'm like, that, should, that could have been Air, that could have been Traherne, that could have been your mentor. I was a little yeah. confused as the choice of Almora. Yeah. I do think considering that we weren't even there when she died, it is a I know. choice. Mm. I, think I think it's just another ally that died, and as opposed to didn't die. I would say it's more than that. <laughs> That's true, and maybe. <laughs> Who else died that we should have that. <laughs> Although I think that they don't necessarily always, in the actual story itself, give us the, the strongest um, uh, connection to this or reasoning to this. As I was playing through it, I was wondering that too. But it dawned on me that Almora before us was really, I would say, one of the first figures that essentially tried to shoulder Let's the burden that now. we did. 
Um, she lost. We need to get him and go. Sorry, I know there's more dialogue going on. Yeah, the big bit. Killing and corrupting. It's what you were born to do. It's what you were born to do. Just remember that as well. Sorry. Uh, but I, I think it's really fascinating because Amora as a figure, right, was somebody who faced similar grief to us. Her entire warband was killed by the dragons. Um, she lost so many people, including, I believe, her daughter as well hey, at, at a point. Um, and she created this Look organization. Look at me closely, Commander. Concentrate. Who am I? <laughs> Take your time. Yeah. You were extremely discombobulated. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, Gorik. Oh, thank the alchemy. You had us worried. You were talking to us like we were, well, not us. Like old friends. Yes. That demon. It was messing with my head. Made me think you were someone else. Yes. I should have known as soon as it introduced those clones. It appears to be able to alter its victim's reality. I've been trying to reach you since Yao dropped everything and ran into that hole. June is... <laughs> she's... Furious, I know. But we're making important discoveries down in this hole. And if I have to upset June to save... June will not be upset when she hears what we found. A ley line. That's what's been supercharging the jade. Well, uh, that's... That's fantastic! A potentially free-flowing jade-based energy source. It's... It's too good to be... There's an unkillable, mind-altering demon gorging on it. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll eliminate it. Or at least lure it away from the ley line. And what's your plan of attack this time, General Gorik? I'm afraid it's going to be unpleasant, especially for the commander. I wish there was another way, but that demon seemed particularly attracted to you. Fighting it will require neuroparasitological investigation. <sighs> If that's what it takes. Sorry, Commander. Yao's right. It is important work. I'll fill June in. Keep us posted if you can, and good luck. Mm. Um, but I think Almora, right? So she lost so much. She was went through her own journey. She had to become a figurehead. She herself was a combatant. And then she formed this organization out of all these disparate groups and tried to bring people together to combat the threat and to protect all people. And, you know, for the vigil, the vigil was always the one that caught my attention the least. I knew nothing yeah, about Almora until much later, so I do think there is a big discrepancy here. But thematically, lore-wise, you can see how her becoming this figure, this hero, this legend in this sense, to the point where you've got these metal songs written about her. But then also, brutally enough, as, as I had the realization on stream, she's not even killed by the things she has put everything on the line to protect people from. She is killed by people that she swore to protect. And I think, like, it's mm. so... Oh, it does... I don't know. It does get me when I think about it in a greater context, but I agree with, like, chat with Obi and, and with all of you that were saying that it feels 
a bit discordant because Almora has always been one of those characters in this game that I think is one of the most phenomenal characters. But because we never necessarily got to have a sit down with her where we talked, you know, like, oh, I know the burden's heavy. You know, do you want to talk about it? Or that she had a moment where she saw us in a way that very few others did or that regardless of what organization you chose, you got to really spend a bit of time with her mm. and like learn more about her legacy and what she had lost in the fight to try and protect the greater good, what personal costs that came at for her, even though she attempted to save everyone, perhaps at the loss of her own personal connection, life, and the ones that she loved. And I, I think there is a parallel there, but I think it's hard to hold on to it when we really haven't been given much time with her, honestly. And then she is killed off screen. And then we learn more about it after the fact and see the betrayal and it does sting and it is impactful in, in those cutscenes and with that fight, it's so good. Um, but like, I think it's hard to really hold on to that with her, but I can see why maybe they put her there. We left Blish to die. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the true. one that got me. That's true. Me. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, and Gork is Blish's brother, <laughs> which is oh, like... maybe Gork will see Blish. Oh, maybe that, Gork will that see would Blish. be good. Well, everyone yeah. sees different people, right? I mean, yeah, it's, works on it's interesting. Gork doesn't care about Blish. <laughs> yeah, that's no, interesting. I do, actually, I, I do find Elmore to have been a very interesting character, and I am glad that we did get more of her story within the scrying pool, and we all saw how she ultimately uh, ended in the story. But I think as a choice for this one, I was a bit just like, huh, especially because mm. she was the one talking to us. I, I would have been fine if she popped up, but she seemed to be such a major focus. And I saw other streamers mm. talking about it, saying like, oh, is Almora coming back? Because they were putting so much emphasis on this character that we didn't have much time with. I think yeah, it, but... it should have been Joko, really. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it should have been more Dramath or Krokotoric. You know, the, the narrative Definitely. team have a habit of either murdering people that we don't really care about or don't really know. Oh, and, and and expecting some more of a reaction. I guess because they have a deeper connection to the characters. Hey, than they we killed do. Joker. I have a deep connection with Joker. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think we could all agree that Belinda being the first <laughs> oh character God. to die in Guild Wars 2 is the yeah. most impactful. Well, except for I guess Tibble, but who really cares? Sorry for yeah. <laughs> Hey now, this is the whole life ring is literally like, got shook. I, he literally wow, got you are actually Whoa. fired. <laughs> Fornax, I interrupted <laughs> I you. you. I'm sorry, Fornax, you and I interrupted no, no, no. you. You were continuing. It was gonna be something about necrophilia. Carry on, it's fine. Oh, oh wow. my god. Maybe I maybe my just inside my soul I sense you were gonna take us down some um, Marjorie? I would say that I would love to see them explore evoking something that is not purely grief over death, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Because I think there's a lot of things that they could do with this. I think if you want to create a sense of helplessness, create some kind of encounter situation that makes it feel like no matter how much you're trying to bail water out of a sinking ship, you literally can't until you start to realize, oh my gosh, this is a mechanic. You know, like have something where like you've got all these people who are who are trying to put you on the spot or calling for your help. You're trying to figure out who do you save? Who do you like? Oh, who do you like? Whatever it is to, again, evoke a mindset perhaps for the commander. And so I'm hoping in the second half, maybe 
it's even more so. It's not even just like hauntings from ghosts past, but rather something that puts us in a position where we experience through gameplay that sense. I mean, um, help you want to quote Yoshi Muru? You want to? You want to? Well, yeah, like oh, exactly. No, no, no. I mean, exactly. Kobayashi Maru is a great example. The idea of mm. illustrating what it means, what the cost of power is in a in a no win situation, what the mm. burden of leading is. Um, or I, I think of Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice as well as a game. Mm. And even though there has been discussion and feedback about you know their portrayal of um, schizophrenia in the context of that game, they oh. also worked really robustly <sighs> with people to create a version of an experience that I think is um, still in, in many UK, ways extremely yeah. laudable, extremely that was, laudable. That was a lot. If you um, ever got the opportunity to watch the making of that game, they talked like to a lot of clinicians, a lot of psychologists, a lot of people like specialists in the field who mm -hmm. they actually produced it with them and they walked through them with a process, even the like the movements and everything else. Boots mm -hmm. can't talk for a while, um, <laughs> but like it, it, is, oh, did we get it was amazing. Hey, oh, we got, know? we know, we, we had to hit 30 and now it's 50 if he wants to talk again. And within that, <laughs> oh my within God. that time. So I'm like, okay. I, oh hey, God. I'm just, I'm rolling with it. People are doing this. So like, <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I've got to pay my student loan off. <laughs> but like, Fair it's enough. support, it's appreciated. But um, I want to make sure that we are cognizant of time and people's uh, mm. stuff going on because I know they they do do people have to people have to go. And we've got some other bits and pieces we want to talk about. Now we can also talk about that next time. Um, but we maybe we could what we could do is just have some final thoughts on the episode for now and maybe we can go through some of the voice lines here if we want to i don't know if we want to do anything um you can't talk yet um <laughs> you can use asl if you know it um i don't know hellblade yeah that's what the, they were talking about mm. um okay so general thoughts now you can think about length you can <laughs> no no phonics you can think about <laughs> no the width and also the uh you know did it feel good um did it feel good this episode uh, did it feel someone else talk <laughs> before i start going through more do uh yeah this um extra words honest Hard. review it was a mixed Ooh. bag Ooh. i loved the environment i loved the music the gameplay was fun i love the ambush events which we didn't really get to talk about i think that was a we highlight actually of um this in terms of the story of course it was short um i'm happy that we're doing something else but so far <laughs> yes. it's it, it's a little i don't know i'm not really finding a connection to it and i think it could have mm. been slightly better executed with what they seem to be trying to do okay so fair fair fair, fair. and for next story Thoughts. yeah no i i agree i i agree um it's 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 the it's it's an amuse bouche. It's a fun little thing. It's an appetizer. It's not kind of like a main course. But there's not enough there's not enough meat on the bones to really get into it. Mm. Um, it's a super deep, complex topic um, that I think that 
really deserves a lot more time in the media because it's a real thing and if you're gonna if you're gonna have the trope and get all the all the kicks from portraying people who are in conflict and who are going to war and who are putting their lives on the line there are real world consequences that deserve just as much screen time um for psychological at least a, 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 an indication and a nod and a recognition of the damage that these kind of situations do to human beings in them um mm. and i don't i don't i i i know that they can do this very well i know mm. that they have the writing chops and i know that they have the, the 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 world in order to do this well i just don't know whether because if we're rapid let's wrap it up kids we're, we're moving on to bigger and better if if, if that's the attitude then it, they're not going to be able to give it the time and 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 the and the, the gravity and the gravitas that it deserves that's, that's my important. concern yeah but that's good. Uh, the map yeah. is beautiful the, mm -hmm. the the music is great the the events on the map and the meta map is fun it's short it's sweet it's fun it, it rolls over very quickly and people seem to be happy to run it like a lot and there's some new weapons and there's new achievements and there's all those nice things if you don't care about the story this is great if you care about the story it has the potential to be fantastic Let's hope that they deliver. Okay. Uh, we'll go for Rook for next, and then we'll do me, and then by the time we uh, got there, we'll boot should be off of uh, their ban. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do agree. I agree with both Kroof and Fornax. I think I fell a bit more on the enjoyment side of it. Not that I get the impression that either of you like didn't enjoy many facets of it, but I, I think I more pleasantly landed on one side of it where I was like, Oh, like, I do really like that they're exploring this, and I think this map um, has a lot of fantastic details. I think that the setup for this kind of scenario, this sort of next journey, this delve into the mind, these sort of topics, I do really like that, and I am intrigued by it, and I think there is something so fantastical and amazing about going down deeper into this like the core of the world and this jade frozen in time and there's such a cool setting in this that is so distinctive to guild wars 2 and that i just don't see in many other games um with this particular kind of setting so all of this is really cool and it catches my imagination and it gets me going and i am such a sucker for arcs that like let you dive into any kind of emotional depth for your character and what it means to be a hero. I love those things. I love the facing your own inner demons arcs and I oftentimes resonate the most with them, I think because I've experienced that myself so much in my life um, and how those can be some of the mm. biggest, most terrifying, most daunting and most personal challenges that any of us face as human beings as we navigate, grow, grieve. Um, grapple with ourselves, discover things about ourselves, and confront um, even the darkest corners of ourselves and still carry on. Um, and I, I think that that's something that I'm really excited about. Now, of course, I agree with everybody in that I think the meta was a nice little setup for part one of what I assume will be a two-part, kind of like Drizzlewood, kind of like um, uh, Biora. It felt very much like the, maybe a little bit, a little bit more interesting than the first part that culminates in the ice construct in Biora Marches. Um, that first half of the map that eventually leads to Drakkar. So I'm hoping that this has like a great evolution, but I think like the boss and the final chamber and stuff like that, 
fine, not like that exciting, nothing that memorable. It's definitely no Dragon Stand, but at the mm -hmm. same time, it's something to run i think there are still great moments in it and i enjoyed that and the story um for all that i think it was well delivered generally um i do agree with everybody in that i wish it was a bit longer i it's tough because i am i'm one of the ones that's on the side of i think they're gonna push to try and get this first new expansion format out this year and i think if they don't do that it will be a big problem that's so, i also agree yeah. i'm really hoping that that is the plan and that's why this is a bit shorter that this really genuinely is meant to be a bridge into this new format that we can roll into it we can get mm. into it we can be surprised and delighted that we got something faster oh, than God, expected say, with an don't, expansion don't, don't, you're gonna give me some Surprise you're bringing up some trauma from no, my, from uh, mike o'brien saying I, that don't do it don't do it i think I think that that would be the best case scenario, yeah. and I really hope that's why this was shorter. Um, if it turns out that we're waiting another year for this new expansion cycle to start, mm -hmm. I think people are going to really, really, really lose momentum, and I don't think this was enough to dig into. As it is, mm. I think we needed more um, in general because this is the first content we have actually post End of Dragons continuing the narrative. And if you're going to sell players on another 10 years of playing the game, you need to really double down and confirm, no, we are starting something new and you mm. are going to be into it. And so I think in that case, in that kind of measurement, maybe it fell a little short. But again, I enjoyed this. I thought it was well done. I'm mm -hmm. excited by the possibilities. I really like the new map. I liked all the, I loved the characters that we got to spend time with in this, particularly Yao. And I just think it's a great cast, a great promise, a great start. But I really hope it's it's pushing us straight into momentum for something big this year. Um, that's my hope, I think. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will give you, um, I'll try and shorten it. <laughs> Thank you, Rip. Um, I am gonna are on the other on a completely different side to everyone. I think other than Boots, who we haven't heard, I actually I I agree with the shortness of it um, for sure. I did definitely the end of it think, oh god, uh, that was actually very short and that's surprising. But um, I think that they have. I think coming from this and from where I am and what I do and how I work and also mental health concerns as well as Rook says and, and uh, Fornax says and we all say in, a, in different ways as well that it's a really good opportunity to do something with mental health and like you know lower the stigma talk about it have it out there like and show people what it's about like maybe even don't understand it so the idea of psychoeducation for a lot of people through a game is just a wonderful thing that i hope they do and give justice to i hope they've got some people um that they're talking to about this i know they work with take this who is a mental health organization as well at times so i know they've got very um, they've got the mental health heads there should they need them um and yeah i i really i enjoyed the story i love that last instance we were in i think that's fantastic um some choices of the character yeah sure but i think in the end the general message was and the theme of this with the title from the title to the literal like going into the delve the name of the map um and where this could continue to like i've got the reason the reason i got the map open on stream at the moment is because you can see you know there's going to be another half to it um it makes sense um 
I I don't. I think this is going to be more than just two parts, and it's just a gut feeling, really. There isn't much evidence of that. Um, I think this is going to be difficult. This is this can be. They've got the opportunity to tell one of the best stories in Guild Wars Two that they've ever done, in my opinion, through mental health, and they've got it. They've got a big responsibility to do this well, and I I'm really I'm supporting them and. I just hope that the feedback they get is positive so they continue down this path and they continue to play with these themes because they're innovators. They they innovate in their field in MMORPGs and I feel like they can do this this justice. So uh, I'm with you. Also, um, absolutely love this patch for one of the biggest rewarding-like changes that we've seen in Guild Wars 2 for a long time, along with World of World. Uh, Black Lion Statuette's requisition officer is huge um you can get a ton of stuff off of the black lion black lion statuette vendor now there's free pages you can now earn black lion statuettes in the game by doing achievements for the first four weeks of the patch uh make sure you log in and get those done because you need to hand in a bunch of items in the first week and that's going to end probably tuesday um and you can also get a build template in the rewards and the achievements you can get loads of bits and bobs. Um, I will show you, actually. Oh, I need to get out of this instance. Give me a second. But, like, it's, it's really good. Like, you can get X stuff from the past, and it's like, oh, oh, it's so good. Look at this. I'm going to show you. Here we go. So they've they've got these items, which were 60 statuettes before, and then they've got 45 and then 32 down to 25, I think. And there's different things like armor pieces, stuff which was in the actual Black Lion chest, like really specific armor sets. They've got skiff skins in there, weapon skins, loads of different stuff, which is really, really fantastic. So the festive iceberg and all that kind of stuff. But they'll go down in value after a while as well. So loads of great things coming out from that. So... Honestly, there were some really nice little mini kind of quality of life things that came into this patch as well. All in all, it was free as well. And I can't, <laughs> if I find it very difficult to argue with free. Um, and in, in the long run, can you compare it? You can still compare it to past episodes. You can still be happy or sad about it. It doesn't invalidate how you feel about the thing. Um, I think it was okay i think they're brave for doing what they do and for what they're doing and i think with that i think it's one of my favorite patches just because of that honestly like just because of that bravery for doing that in the first place boots go for it i'm pretty biased though <laughs> i will admit that i'm pretty biased with that that's okay hey can you hear me welcome back yeah yeah thank back. you Thank you for uh, your <laughs> I honestly I, I have a lot of thoughts. I think they're they're kind of all jumbled up now. I, I like as you guys were talking, I had like things to say about each thing, but now I'm I, I feel like y you've all kind of covered different I'm aspects sorry. of things I was gonna say, so I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. You could, but general opinion. We saw your initial. We saw your opinion. I would like to have your opinion of like whether you enjoyed it. Like you, we can't say that we were ever not I mean, I definitely, it. I definitely enjoyed it. I, okay. I enjoyed it. I definitely think it was it was shorter than I expected because uh, I remember last episode we were talking about this upcoming episode, what we thought of its importance, mm -hmm, uh, considering mm -hmm. the blog post, and I think we all agreed that. Uh, it was an important episode to kind of set the tone of what we can expect going forward. And yeah. 
and if if the length of this episode is what we could expect going forward for quarterly releases then i'm not that enthused um mm -hmm. but otherwise i thought the quality of the episode was good not like the quantity small the quality was good um uh, there were certain things like you know like the just the design of the map i love the 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 beauty of the map mm -hmm. um and and the figurative um push of the map going downwards like relating to the storyline i love that as well the the fact that the map is so heavily tied to the meta event so it kind of like goes against exploration of the map is is a bit of a, a qualm for me like because I, I i like exploration of the game and this map is ripe like it, you you feel like you want to explore it but because you're kind of like blocked off because of the meta in a lot of uh, situations it you know it it's counterintuitive so there there's like good aspects and bad aspects of this episode for sure the meta finale also i wished it was a little bit more impactful but that's fine too um yeah I, i'd say it was a good patch i would say though that it was if we put it on a litmus test of like hoping that the rest of the episodes going forward are like it i i want i would have wanted more yeah yeah i'm really interested to see what the how the meta gets adjusted for this because i feel like it's gonna can i'm not sure if it's gonna continue from the bottom or you're like if they're even going to continue it or if it's just going to be a separate one i don't know there's just so many ways they could do this so that i'm interested i'm very i'm, I'm excited Sh for this supposedly we're making our way out of the mine and okay. back mm. Ooh, okay that's interesting i wonder hmm. ascent the metaphorical are, and physical ascent there are a couple yeah. walls at the very end which are obvious doorways and passageways to the uh, next part true, of the map. True, 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 true. Okay, cool. All right, chat. Be interested to know your thoughts, but I think what we could, what we might do next week is we might we might talk about this a little bit more um, and play the meta. We might play the meta as well. We'll see what else comes out. Um, I'm also wondering about like oh, you know. I do want to say one more thing. Yeah, sure. Go on. For the subject matter of this. Uh, mm -hmm. beside, I, I think you very well covered the uh, PTSD and mental health aspects of it, and I don't want to retread that. But I will say, I am very interested in the subject matter of uh, the in-lore stuff of this episode as well. I really yeah. do want to delve mm -hmm. into, uh, you know, the origin and... Uh, the origin of demons and how they relate to the mists and all that. I, that's something I'm really, really, really interested in Tyria. And I hope that we, you know, in these possibly only two episodes that might be covering it, we, we get some something substantial on it, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Any Agreed. other final words as well? Thank you, Bruce, for that. Appreciate it. Oh, I think we're good. That went quick. Always love playing through and getting everyone's opinions on this. And I'm glad that we all don't have like we all. I, I like disagreement, not disagreement, but like you know different ways of like just being like you know happy, doing things, sad, maybe this is okay. That's all right. Da, da, da. Okay. Mm. Otherwise, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be done there. Let people live their lives and move forward. Uh, <laughs> okay. Rookery, tell us what you do, where you do it. This is me.
go home. Yep, you can find me on Twitch at Rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find me on YouTube at the same. And you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. Keep it short and sweet because Boots got to go do dinner. <laughs> Okie dokie. Kroof, tell us what you do. Where you do it. Hi everyone, I'm on YouTube at Kroof. Also Twitch here at Kroof underscore. Thank you so much. <laughs> Boots, tell us what you do and where you do it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Boots. Uh, you could find me at uh, World of Enders on YouTube. Thank you. Was that a moose? Was that a moose voice? Yes, that, that was, was a Boots the Moose. The moose. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. Okay. Yes. I think you should oh. do a stream entirely in that voice. I think I, I would I would give you money to do that. Oh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely, I would do that. And finally, but not for I don't know, not not that bit, but finally, <laughs> uh <laughs> not for me. Uh yeah. the the Fornex of uh the IK the Crown Herald aka Destroyer of Souls and Dreams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Fornix, I'm the Crichton Herald, I make Guild Wars 2 content on YouTube and occasionally talk to these lovely people. And I'm talking to uh, Rookery tomorrow on a, on a Final Fantasy podcast. So. Yes, both you and Kroof have, I've roped you both Ooh. into coming I'm tagging on along. Final Fantasy, that'll be fun. Nice, cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. You can find us over on Aetherite Radio, which is on uh, Twitch.tv Gamer Escape or on the Gamer Escape YouTube after the fact. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about like other MMO players coming into 14. And I immediately thought of both you and Kroof because you've both been talking about how you've been trying 14 or gotten pretty far into it. And I'm really excited to hear like what you think about it and uh, your experiences. Wow. Mm -hmm. Didn't think about Jebra, who's been playing for the first time for him. Oh, just forgotten, wow. forgotten wow. everyone. I mean, forgotten. At least I feel, I feel like I was excluded because I don't play Final Fantasy. Oh, except wow. oh no, yeah, oh no, it was, it's, it's not. That's not the reason because I play as well. So you know, it's okay. You've been playing. I feel playing. I feel fine. I've got to be honest. I genuinely forgot you. It's okay. Brooke just forgot me. It's fine. Sorry, I've included you for up. 80 it's episodes my of my podcast. It's fine. I'll check into it, Jeb. And besides, no, I was no, looking no, at no, doing no, a no, series I, of no. it's, it's It's fine. It's fine. No, you get, no, you know. <laughs> I will get you on one. I will get you on one, Jeb Unity. It's, it's okay, everyone. I'm, I'm not hurt. So. <laughs> I, I kind of don't believe that. <laughs> Very drama vibes going on right now. Okay, so I forgot. I forgot. Okay, now I'm leaving. I'm trying to find the outro. Jebro, aka Detective Rama. Oh yeah, that's it. I'm Detective Rama. Oh, Nobody it's loves okay. you. I know. It's it's so upsetting. I'm going now. Goodbye, everyone. I'm happy. <laughs> Oh wow, so sensitive, so sensitive. Everyone, on a side note, please, twitch.tv slash jebrounity, come and watch the Libringers podcast on a Friday around about 1pm Pacific. Um, if you want to support any of our wonderful friends who came on the podcast today, please check in the description if you're on YouTube or anything else, as well as uh, on anchor.fm slash jebrouni where you can find the podcast. You can check all their uh, bits and bobs in there, that's not a uh, 
euphemism. Um, and yeah, twitch.tv slash jebrauni if you want to check out Patreon, all the other things. If you do want to subscribe and all the stuff on Twitch live, thank you very much. Live people who uh, contributed to the chat and everything else, thank you so much as well. And if you do want to come join us, Friday's 1pm Pacific. You know what to do. Otherwise, thank you to our guests and everyone one as well. And we will see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for watching. See you soon.